Solid State Radio. Welcome to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthie, and in studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. Hey. They can see me again this week, but our headphones are really not great at the moment. (laughs) No. Um, We got a loose connection somewhere. I will figure it out here in a second. I promise. I have to, because if I don't, it's going to drive me freaking well, bonkers. I don't think it affects them any, in any no, way, it doesn't. Or it just affects us. Yes. I mean, to you guys at home, you're not hearing anything different. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're fine. Me, Everything I'm hearing static. Good. Oh, dude. And then in one and out, ear. one ear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. So <laughs> we'll, I'll, I'll get it squared away here in a second. I promise. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean... Starting off the week, we had uh, we had a question midweek or whatever that had to do with DIY, you know, the yes. do-it-yourself repairs, or do you do you hire a handyman? It's a good question. It really is a good question because we've all been through this in, at certain points in our life, and it it, kinda, it hits home for me quite a bit because when I was younger, I didn't know anything, and it wasn't until I started working the jobs that uh, I've worked for the past eight years. I want to say eight years. Um, that I became handy, you know, a lot, a lot of tutoring from Sir Nicholas <laughs> and, uh, you know, working a job where I actually had to fix things and do stuff like that before I was just like, oh, it's broken. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know what to do about that. I don't even know how to go about fixing that sort of thing. So yeah, that's, that's kind of been my, my weird trip into being a handyman. So it's it's very odd to me. They're still weird, but yeah. I think we're better. Yes. I don't know. I'm not going to look at it anymore. But, you know, it, it was <laughs> it was an interesting trip to be the Hattie Band or whatever. And so I kind of get that. But for the longest time when I was like, oh, it's broken. I don't know what to do. Or I right, didn't know anything right. about any of the, the stuff. that I mean, I used to call the, um, uh, what was it? The the Phillips screwdriver. Yeah, I used yeah, to call the Phillips it the, head. I used to call it the star shaped. Oh, a lot of people still do call it the star screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, but no, it's you're not wrong. true because there is, there a, is a star, star screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like so that that was me. That was that was where I was at, and then now I can fix a lot of things. So it's really interesting to see the progression. But like when I couldn't fix things and I didn't know anything about things, I I felt I felt like less of a man. Okay. You know, there was a there was a period of time where I was just like, I am not a man. I cannot do manly things. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, fair. Don't get me wrong. There's still a lot of that in me. But at least now I can go, oh, I'm a lot. And it's it's very weird to me because the more people that I meet and the more things that I go through, things, uh, the more experiences that I have, people look at me and they go, well, you're really handy. And I <laughs> go, I'm not, though. Right. But that scares me for the rest of society because on the scale of, like, 1 to 10, I'm at a 7 now in handiness, and I should really be about a 4. Dude, there's weird things happening. <laughs> All over. On this computer right now. Fantastic. Oh, this is weird. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. 
I love hearing that because I have no idea what goes on with the I computer. I don't know what's going on, but we'll get there. I'm I'm not worried. Let's put it that way. Sure. Okay, we'll figure it all out. Yeah. Either so, way. <laughs> DIY, the do-it-yourself stuff. I mean, we mm. had some interesting responses. I assume, though, there's a reason you brought it up. There is. I, I have turned into, well, I don't know if I would call it turned into as much as just that's how I am. Right. Of I do a lot of DIY. I mean, a lot. And there's not too many times that I have to call somebody or um, take the car into the shop or sure something like that. Like, I just don't have to do that very much. No, because you're a handyman. You know how to fix this <laughs> stuff, especially when it comes to car mechanics. Uh, I, I can fix a good amount. I can break it even more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, it's just... That raises a good question. What? If you're afraid to break stuff, mm-hmm. does that mean that you're not, like, a good good handyman? No. That does not mean you're not a good handyman. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of people break stuff. That's a lot of the things that I mm-hmm. can't fix. It's because of fear of, like, well, I could make this a lot worse by torquing right. on this. And plus, I get angry. So <laughs> Right. Which, I mean, we all do. That's the thing. Is, like, there are plenty of things that I try to fix in my life or you know, I'm going to fix because I have to. And even in my job, like when I was, I was building maintenance for a long time, Yeah. you know, and like there were times that I would do something and look at it and go, I've never worked on this before. And and you don't want to tell anybody that you haven't because you're the one that's supposed to have been able to do anything. Well, that's how I felt the entire time I worked at the elementary school. They're like, this toilet's broken. I'm like, I'll take a look at it. I have no idea what I'm doing here. (laughs) Looking at different things. And then I always had the wrong tools, or I didn't have the tools, or I didn't have the part, or I had the wrong part, or the parts themselves were like, I don't know, 80 years old and held on together by lime. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Like, I don't want to touch that because I think it's going to break more if I touch it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that I mean that all happens, but this week in speci- in particular anyway, and the reason that it came up is I woke up Thursday morning uh-huh. to get ready to go to work, which I leave for work at like 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, you are leaving as I, because I see you, I see you get online. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, it must be bedtime for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, well, I mean, granted the ones where you see him come online yeah. or whatever, odds are at that point, that's probably my wife or kids getting up kind of thing. Okay. But, um, so like I get up Thursday morning, it's like five, five fifteen. Okay. And I'm one of those that I wake up in the least amount of time that I need to get ready. Yes. I just, I, I want to sleep as much as I can. Absolutely. Um, and so, like, I get up, and my house is 56 degrees. Oh, no. I know. I woke up and went, oh, crap. That's I know what that means. Now, a little bit of backstory here. My house was built in, like, 1906, <laughs> yeah. and I have boiler heat. Oh. oh. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people are willing to play around with a furnace. Depending. Right. Like, there's there's plenty of people that are like, oh, I'll play with a furnace. We'll be okay. Boiler is a different realm entirely. And I've worked on boilers a little bit. They're so expensive. Right. Everything costs, like, six times as much. <laughs> and the, the, the odds of, like, if you break your furnace, the worst that's probably going to happen is it's not going to turn on anymore. 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's the end of it. it well, just, unless you F with the gas line. Which you can, and then you can cause more problems. But, you know, either way, yeah. if you don't mess with the gas line, the worst thing that can happen with a furnace typically is you're either going to get electrocuted uh-huh. or it's not going to turn on. Absolutely. That's that's pretty much the world of it. And at the time you're messing with it, it's not turning on anyway. Generally. <laughs> generally. Know? Generally. Okay. On a boiler... The worst thing you can do flood everything is have an uncontrollable amount of water spilling everywhere, <laughs> and it's hot. Tip, well, this one would have been cold, but okay. yeah, well, yeah, you know. And so, like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I know a little bit about boilers. I've worked on them a little bit, and I know kind of the diagnostic procedure on, you know, okay, this part is doing this, this part is doing that. Da 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 da. da. Yeah, the technical mumbo jumbo. Exactly, like getting through it all, kind of thing. And so I get through it all, and I can't get it to turn on. And so I'm like, okay. And I look at it, I was like, I think it's this part. I'm almost positive it's this part. Like, I am 95% sure. 95. That's a solid number. It is. That's a solid stat. And don't get me wrong. When I'm 95% sure... I'm going through with it. No. It's usually the 5% that screws me over. (laughs) (laughs) And so I am nervous as crap. I think your 95 is a bit skewed, bud. No, it just, it's weird because every time I talk to somebody, they're like, oh yeah, it would have been that. I'm like, I know, but it was this. And they go, what? It's like, I know, I don't get it. I just have a way of finding that one little part, I guess. Uh, Any luck-oriented thing, you're never being a partner with me on. Oh, man, it just sucked. But So I figure out that I think it's this part. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I say, okay, I think it's that. I've got to go to work. So I tell my wife, I'm like, hey, you need to call somebody that can do boilers and bring them out to take a look at it just to make sure it's this. Because I don't want to pay for the part and then it not be that. Yeah. You know? And so she goes, I mean, granted, she just woke up. And I'm like telling her this before I have to leave to work. And it's not great because the house is already cold and she's got to get the kids up and ready to go to school. And everybody's cranky and cold. Oh, my gosh. It's the worst situation ever. I've been there. Right. And so she's like, okay, fine. I'll do it. I'm like, good, because I have to go to work. (laughs) You know, and so we end up that she calls a guy and, you know, it ends up being the part that I thought it was. So I was like, sweet. Okay, cool. Well, my boiler's like 30 years old. Oh, well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> There's of course. so many bad things in this situation. But so the guy's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm even going to be able to find that part, you know, yeah. because of whatever. And I'm like, do your best, like do your job, you know. And so he finds the part and then he's like, it's going to cost you like over a thousand dollars. Like, oh, man, I don't want to spend a thousand dollars, but I know how much a new boiler costs and I don't want to spend that either. Right. You know, and everything else works on it. That's the thing. Like, it's a 30-year-old yeah, boiler, but it, I mean, there's no, if there's there, no issue. Yeah, if there's no other problems right. that have come up, sure. Exactly. And so I'm like, man, well, uh, let me do some homework. I'll give you a call back if I need you to do it, you know. And so I do some homework, and I find the motor. And I'm like, ooh, I can find it. And I know where the part is. I know how to take it off, put a new one on, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me call this place and figure out how much it costs. And I got it for 166 bucks. Oh, wow. And it took me half an hour. Did it work? Perfectly. Oh, it's <laughs> a win. It's a win. I was like, oh, yes. I just saved like $900. My boy's a winner. Right. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm a, I'm a freaking genius. You guys have no idea. I was through the moon ecstatic. 
So this is this is the weird oh, thing, right? Like it was this great. is the, the question about the DIY stuff, right? right. You saved yourself nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred bucks. Care who you are, nine hundred bucks is a decent amount of money. I think so. Like it's it's not something you just want to piss away. So, right. You know, like, I mean, it's it's a legitimate. Yeah, like if I'd have found out that the motor costs like eight hundred bucks, I'd have paid the guy a thousand to put it in. Been yeah. like two hundred bucks for me not to have to think about it. Sure, deal. I don't care. And it's now it's under warranty and everything. Yeah, like, absolutely. Sweet. Sounds great. But nine hundred dollars difference. So here's the question: Do you think that guy was up charging by a significant amount then? I think what was happening is that he knew getting the part was a trick. Yes. That there's only like there probably weren't that many. Absolutely. You know, or not too many people that even sell it, something like that. And I think that was part of it. And also, because it's a 30-year-old boiler, I think the risk of something breaking yeah, um, was really high. And so I think he was like, you know what, I'm going to charge him 1000 because I know I'm going to run into something stupid. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's yeah. it's a weird thing in the industry where when you start talking about handymen and so on and so forth, they get a bad rep for themselves. And some of them are very, very honest people. And then some of them are the reason why there's a bad rep for them. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've come across plenty of bad ones. But at the same yes. time, like the ones that maybe charge a little bit of money, you know, a little bit more than what you want them to charge. Yeah. Okay, understand that when you hire somebody to do a job, like, say it is a handyman or it's a friend. Sure. Something like that. Like, that's the big one. When you hire somebody to do it. Like, I read through something the other day that was perfect. And it was like, well, you know, I'll charge you this much to do it. But if you want to just, you know, if you want me to teach you how, I'll charge you this much. Or if you want to, you know, whatever, it's this amount. Yeah. You know, and the person's like, well, I can do it for this. It's like, oh, so you have the tools. Well, no, I'd have to rent those. Oh, okay, so you know how much to get. Well, no, I'd have to ask somebody, and, you know, it just compounds. Yeah, I get it. And so, like, when you're paying for somebody to do the job, you're paying not for their labor. Like, that's not what you're paying for. You're paying for. for their time, their tools, their equipment, their everything knowledge. to come out there. Yeah. Like, you need, you're paying for somebody to have the knowledge of what they're doing. Well, you don't know how to do it. Right. That's the big thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, when people go, oh, those plumbers, they're outrageous. Do you want to do your plumbing? Right. Can you do your plumbing? I don't think you want to. <laughs> if you can't, then you don't get a right to complain. Right. These you know. people are trying to make a living, and they're living like I. It sucks. Being a handyman sucks, <laughs> and I. You can love your job all you want, and you can be awesome at it. I'm not saying it in that uh, that extent. Like it sucks because it can be infuriating at times. Right. You can run into so many different things. Like you probably keep your house pretty decently clean as much as you can, right? I mean, or with two if, children, yes. Well, say if you had a plumber coming out, your toilet wouldn't be covered in pee, right? Oh, of course not. You no. wouldn't just let him work on that. Yeah. Other people, that's not a thing for them. They don't care. Right. That's true. So you come into some weird, gross living <laughs> conditions in somebody's house, and then they're, like, eyeballing you the entire time. Right. It, there's so many weird situations. Yeah, you know what? I get, I get the charges. Yeah. I really do. I do. And that's why, like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a little bit of resentment because it was, like, $900. Like, yeah. that's a little excessive. You know, but at the same time, I can get where he's coming from. He was nervous about touching a 30-year-old boiler. I would be, too. Sure. Even if I'm, you know completely legitimate with all the certifications in the world, I would be a little bit nervous. That's fair. 
Yeah, 30 you know. years old, and it's something that runs water all the time. What does water do? It makes things rust. It destroys everything. <laughs> right. Water destroys everything. Exactly. And so I get where he was coming from, but at the same time, like, $900 right. is just astronomical. But, um, like, Bob Henry, he puts on here, he goes, uh, you break it and you fix it. Sucks. Makes you mad at yourself, but it's also a good way to learn things. It is, but that, it, it yeah. depends on what you're fixing. So this is right. this is my big thing. Like I'm always afraid of breaking stuff, right? Because most of the time, if I'm trying to fix something, mm-hmm. that means that I don't want to spend the money on replacing it, right? Right. right. You want to try to make what you have work instead of just buying a new one. Absolutely. Right. So if I break it more in the process of trying to fix it. Now I have to buy a new one. Yeah. Either now I have to or now I have to buy another part and it's like this weird waterfall of where does it too much become too <laughs> right. much when it becomes more than buying a new one would have cost. Exactly. And then uh, Nathan J says, dad cred went up for that one, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, it did. Because I got home. And I mean, props to my wife. Yes. Okay. Because she understood that it was going going to be a day or two that it wasn't super cold that night thank goodness like thursday and friday weren't the worst nights of the month but friday night i knew it was going to get cold and so that's where i was nervous was like i got to get this done now well yeah because it gets it gets cold it gets cold quick i don't care how insulated your house is when my furnace went out i mean it dropped it drops quickly oh yeah and so you know but props to my wife for being able to like she called up family and said hey we're having this issue can we borrow this or that or the other she set up like blankets in the um, doorways and stuff in the room or in the house to be able to compartmentalize and put heaters in different places so when i got home like the house was actually still comfortable yeah, you know, and that's nice. I didn't have all that stuff, so I right. had, like, a coat on and a blanket on going, like, this is miserable. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it was amazing because I got home, and I was expecting to come home, and, it, like, I'm wearing a jacket in my house. Like, yes, that's what yes. I thought I was going to have to do. And in reality, she had it so much better than that, and it was like, wow, props to you for figuring that out. Like, I'm super excited and ha- happy to have somebody at the house that can do that as well. Think on their feet, get stuff done, yeah. Right. And so, but that, I mean, that happened, and then the wife's car, there was a heat issue with it that we figured out, but maybe not. We just tried it again today, and something was still going weird with it, but I don't know, you know, but it's all these little things compound, and it's just, like, I looked at her and even said, you know, at some point, like, I looked at her and I was like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Because it's like when something goes wrong, we don't call a plumber. We don't call an electrician. No, you fix it. I fix everything. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like at some point, where do I hit my limit? Well, I mean, you got to take a break eventually, right? Right. Because all day, like throughout the week, my normal job now is fixing is stuff. fixing crap. And so I'm working my butt off and then get home to work more. And I know that's like the whole like... Well, you're a husband. That's what you do. Right, like, but I... Okay, so I can understand this. I clean all day, right? Right. I clean dorm rooms. So it's right. literally it's cleaning gross. a house, right. right? So, like, the when you get home, the last thing I want to do is mop and vacuum. Right. Because I just spent hours doing right. that. Right, but you know you have to well, because yeah. no one else is going to freaking well, do it no. for you. <laughs> you know, and... and well, I mean, I've got a Roomba. Riley does a good right. job. That's right, Riley does a good she job. She really okay. sucks. <laughs> You know, but it was, you know, I did. I told her, I was like, you know, at some point I'm feeling, you know, pretty overwhelmed by it because I'm fixing all this stuff. 
trying to figure things out, trying yeah. to problem solve, still going to work, and then, you know, a couple other things as well. And it's well, like, you also I need help. You want to unwind. <laughs> you want to come home and unwind. You just worked. I, I don't care. Like, I get you have other responsibilities when you get home, and it right. isn't just me time. But you still get me time. You still need me time at you some do. point in time. And, like, if it happens, you could do it for a day. Sure, you come home, you fix stuff, you do other stuff. That's fine. One day is no big deal. Two days is no big deal. But when you go a week without there being a break, it feels like you get up, you go to work, you eat food, you poop, and right. <laughs> and you repeat. Exactly. You know, and so it, it's, Yeah. I mean, it was just, and so I wanted to ask people because I, I knew I couldn't be the only one. Like, I knew I wasn't the only one that has to fix things at home all the time. No. And I'm not talking like, oh, I've got a squeaky drawer. Like, that's that's a given. I fix that on the fly. All right? Sure. That's simple but crap. But here's the thing. There are people out there that don't. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the interesting thing. And I think we found out that a lot more people are ready to call the handyman I, than it, it sure sounded like what, it. <laughs> what either of us are. It made me feel better, but worse Good. at the same time. Well, it's so much money, and if I can fix it it myself, I will. I have limits. Right. Like, you talk about the furnace. Yeah. If I can figure it out, I Mm -hmm. will do whatever I can. I'll try all the things, and I'll go through stuff. But if I come to a blank, I have to call somebody. Right. If I'm working with gas, I'm not doing it. I'm not not fixing anything with gas because ah, that terrifies me. Well, and that's the one thing that I was learning from all the comments, too. Like, people have limits. Yeah. And, the, and they're very clear limits to them. Like, we had some people that were like, I will do everything but plumbing. And it was like, okay, that's fair. You plumbing know. doesn't scare me. Right. That's just water. I know where the main shutoff valve is. Exactly. But to you, that's no big deal. Plumbing is what it is. Like, I can, I, shark bites make the world easy. Either, you know, whatever. <laughs> either, either turn it on and you, you see your work and you go, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. <laughs> and then you run and turn it off or you, <laughs> exactly. you know, either works or it doesn't. Pl- plumbing's a fickle mistress. <laughs> right. But gas to you is sketchy well gas is if i screwed up the gas and there's a leak somewhere you can blow or yourself up. yes i can blow up my entire house right. no that's i don't i know exactly <laughs> and to other people like electrical scares the crap out of them electrical doesn't scare me right. either once again that. shut off valves. right it's not too big of switches deep. yeah breakers just turn breakers, them off yeah you know but like <laughs> it's just it's strange because i haven't found my limit in my home yet like you could call this one a limit because i called someone to verify Sure, but that's more of a price expenditure than it is anything else. You right. wanted to verify so you didn't go out and buy something that cost may have cost a thousand dollars instead of the one fifty seven you found it for exactly. or whatever. Yeah. You know, and so it's like the only time that I know of anyway that when my wife and I when we have to get something repaired. Yeah. And there are certain repairs on vehicles that I cannot do. Because I just don't have the equipment at Absolutely. home. Absolutely. You need special tools with a lot right. of vehicles. I don't now. have a hoist and, a, and an engine puller. I don't have a cherry picker at home. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's plenty of things I will do. And so, other than the big fixes on cars, I don't think I've called anybody for anything. Yeah, I'd rather have someone else look at a car because I literally <laughs> know nothing about it. Right. And that's, you know, I mean, the people go, well, that's how you learn. Yeah, but I need my vehicle, right? Like, I need it. Right. Um, uh, Kathy comments. She goes, just in case you guys like to know, Kansas City 31, Green Bay 26. I think she messed up, and it's supposed to be Tampa Bay 31, Green Bay 26. Okay. Obviously, she's rooting for Kansas City. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Um, and then Chad says, uh, it's a great way to get a new house. You just don't want to be in it, goat. Yeah, no, that is, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Which, I mean, that's perfectly fair. And Chad can attest to it as well that we can be 95% sure of something. And it's that 5% that messes up. I've done work well, with sure. Chad. Like I, we've worked on things before at his house and gone, well, it's supposed to be like this. Yeah. I, I get what you're What's saying. What's going on? <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying a hundred percent. Like, uh, so brakes on cars. I won't do that. Oh, see, I'll do the brakes all day. That's the uh, easiest part. I'm, I'm scared to death that if I screw up the brakes, I don't want to be driving and then hit the brake, and then it's my fault that the brake isn't working. I will say nine times out of ten on brakes, like just as a, if you ever get the, you know, the, the desire to try to figure it out, if you can put it back together, odds are you did it right because yeah. they don't go back together if you put them in wrong. They just don't fit. <laughs> right. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. But it, there's a lot of different things there, that there come are. to it. Yeah. Hey, cars i don't know enough about it and i don't really want to either so right. that's that's another yeah. big portion um i think that people raised a good point there's a couple points that i want to make before mm-hmm. we take our break or whatever yeah um one of them is is the cost like yes. the but i'm not talking about just like money wise people are talking about time time is the you big know. factor how much time would it take me to do something as over a professional? So, like, oil changes. I do know how to do change my own oil, right? Right, but, I mean, the amount of time it takes you compared to what it costs when you go somewhere? I'm going to go somewhere every single time. <laughs> right. It's Why wouldn't I? I did it one time, and, like, the amount that I saved was, like, 10 bucks. Right. And I'm like... I'll pay 10 bucks for someone else to do this. So now I, I'm like, okay, so not only did I just waste, like, an hour and a half of my time over something simple because I couldn't get the dumb cap off because right. it took, like, all of the muscle to do it. Right. Right. And <laughs> now I've got a bunch of oil that I don't know what the hell to do with. Right. I don't know where to... Well, you can take it to, like, AutoZone. They have oil, like, I, disposal. Right, but that's still an extra step, it right? It is. It's, I mean, if you're going to make the trip to AutoZone or wherever to drop it off, like, just make the trip to the oil change place and have them do it just, for you. Yeah, no. So I... That... Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and attest, like, all day, for sure. So there's a lot of different things like that. If you can ha- hire somebody in that's going to be able to do it quickly, efficiently, and you know it's right. Right. I had to have, uh, like, I, I wanted to reshingle my house because it's been, you know, it was built in 96. That's a big job. It was built in 96. I saved up money. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I probably got raked over the coals, but here's the thing. You didn't have to do it. Now you have a lifetime warranty on your house. I do. Like, I, I have that's, a, that's great. I have a 50-year warranty on the shingles that right. are on my house. Which makes no sense because I've never heard of somebody having a shingled house with a 50-year warranty. Like, that's incredible. Oh, absolutely. So it's like not only does it look good, not only do I know for a certainty that it's not going to leak or whatever. Right. Because, listen, I'm capable enough. I'm handy enough. I could have done this. Right. It, but it would have taken me two days and two days of straight work. Yeah, no breaks and perfect weather to help perfect you. Perfect weather to help me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Doing this stuff, and then at the end of it, me going, "Well, I have never actually done this before." <laughs> I hope I didn't throw a nail in the wrong spot. Yeah, because I won't know until my ceiling falls in, right? right or exactly. I start looking up and seeing the wet spot. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, oh, boy. I screwed that up. Where yeah. is that at? Let me figure that out." So no, I mean seriously, in that case, yeah, go ahead, spend that. But you know, it's just it's that. Can things go seriously wrong here? I don't know. You know, it's, right. it's it's time. It's also valuing your time. Like, if you sit there and go, well, my time is worth X amount of money or whatever mm-hmm. to me, and these guys are going to take it and go ahead. It, it, but you have to be in the position. 
Right. You have to be in the position to do this because I was able to do the roof thing. Mm-hmm. Luckily. Right. Well, you you had set yourself up. You knew it was coming. You had planned ahead of time to be able to take care of it. And you you were able to take advantage of a situation as well. Yes. Which is great. And that's all fantastic. But it's still, you knew your limit of, yeah, I could do it, but I'm going to make, like, it's going to work out and I need to go to work and they need to take care of that. And this is all set kind of thing. Like, if I have to do a job at home and it's going to say... If I pay someone to do it, say it costs me 300 bucks to pay somebody to do it. Sure. Okay. If it was going to take me two days of work, like where I'd have to take two days off from work to do it, I'm paying somebody. Yeah. You know, because I can make more in my two days of work than what it's going to cost me to spend, you know. If you have to take the time off, though. Right. If, if, if it's something assumption. that you're going to have to, which, you know, in my world, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so when I remodeled my house, so mm-hmm. this is kind of the interesting thing. Like when people talk about remodels and going on and right. go so forth there, I did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had help. Oh, I had yeah. help from some I of mean, the best people that you could. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but remodels take help. I spent a lot of time, and I did it all myself. I don't want to know what it would have cost <laughs> for someone to put that lock in flooring. It took me days. Right. Because I had one that wasn't just like the, um, you know how they just have two sides, and you're able to just slip it under, and it works really well, right? Yeah. Mine was had four sides to it. Yep. Awesome. I put in a floor like that at a friend's house, and so it, it y- took me two attest. days. Yes, <laughs> like we had three guys, and it took us two days. Knees hurt, it killed me, and I had oh, to. Re- yeah. I did because we we did one floor plan. All of those planks are connected. To oh the yeah, house. I had to reverse it in two of the rooms. Oh no. No, I got it. It works. Right, it's yeah. there. But I'm just... So this is my point. This is what I'm saying. It's like mm-hmm. the amount of rebuild that I did to my house, the renovations and everything, it doesn't look the way that it did. And yes, I had a lot of help from a great guy that's very knowledgeable on this stuff. Right. Who would have cost an arm and a leg to hire. Because he knows his worth. Oh, yes. You know, which good for him. Absolutely. But I mean, it's one of those things where if I were to just look at it and say, yeah, I'll have somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, instead of costing me like two grand, you're talking 10 grand. Right. I mean, if you're spending 10 grand to do a renovation project when you can do it yourself. It's a hard balance. It is because there's some people that it would take them six months to do it themselves. I'd rather take the six months. And save? Save it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're so exorbitantly rich and you can just throw mm-hmm. around money. I mean, like, there's some people in this world like I, that. I'm just saying, like, because 10 grand's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> 20 grand is a lot of money. It pays the, off my cars. The least <laughs> renovation that I project I could think of, like, if you were to hire out, would be around 5 grand. Yeah. And... That's for like a half bath. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Five grand, five grand for a half bath. Half you, bath reno. You could do yeah. it in... Uh, a weekend. About a weekend. It costs maybe about yeah. a grand or whatever. Paint, all that other stuff. Depending on what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah You could yeah. probably do one in a weekend for about a grand. So you hire somebody out, and it's five times the price of what it could cost you to do it. And I get it. It might take time. But unless you need that space done immediately. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Take your time. Do yeah. it. I, I hear you there. I just It doesn't. It, it just there that, was a lot of arguments either me. side i will say i'll give you that <laughs> anyway we got to take a break when we get back we're going to talk about whether or not sex is or is not <laughs> an acceptable gift as the only gift the only for your birthday present yes all right you're listening to open for discussion solidstateradio.net we'll be back right after this stick around 
kind of like that. I'm probably not going to like if I found out who it was. Oh, you know who that is. Who was it? That's Linkin Park. Oh, no, I don't know who that was. Though. Oh, really? Okay. No, I don't yeah. listen to Linkin Park, but I do like that beginning. That was a good that was start. A, that was a solid yeah. start to a song. Ooh. I'm kind of right. limited today because I can only find certain things on this computer, but I pulled that and was like, yeah, that'll work. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Fun stuff. Welcome back. Yeah, hey everybody. Welcome back to Open for <laughs> Discussion. We, you know, it happens. We kind of yes. go off on a tangent. Open for Discussion, SolidStateRadio.net. Um, Facebook Live for the people watching there. That's awesome. And if you want to get in on the conversation, there is a number to call. That's right. You give us a call, 810-356-4839. And feel free to call in because we're about to talk about sex. Mm, <laughs> sex, baby. <laughs> It's yeah. going to be fun, so feel free to give us a call and give your opinion if you're willing to talk about those sorts of things amongst all eight of us. And <laughs> I had, I had the, it was like when this came up, I was looking at it, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to ask this question or yeah, whatever. You threw Somebody it at pushed me. me. I'm glad he pushed me, <laughs> yeah. but like, I was like, ah, ah, some of our audience, <laughs> some of our audience, because we have a weird We have a weird demographic of, yes. of people, but at the end of the day the way i looked at it was either number one one half of the audience we have i mean they're all adults Dude, it's that's not the raunchy first thing. either right this is it's not, not a raunchy question. it's not and anybody in a relationship this is this is a talk yeah this is a talked about topic and can i tell you like when i first read this okay by by no means do i like this guy <laughs> by no means do I like this guy, but mm -hmm. it's a worthy conversation. And even though I don't like him and how he kind of words this, right, he makes a point. So let's get to it. Okay. Uh, so my girlfriend only got me sex for my birthday. They're in their mid-20s. She uh, okay. thought it was enough to be the only thing. Okay. We argued about it. Now we aren't speaking. Well, what should I do? And so this is this is part of it. This is where I'm getting to like, I don't really like you, guy. Right. And so my girlfriend and I have been dating for about 10 months now. Uh, we've had a good relationship for the most part. I've had a chance to celebrate her, her birthday with her. Uh, I got her a lot of stuff, planned a night out for us. This is the first time that she has celebrated my birthday for me. I'm not someone who requires a lot of presents, but I do like some thought shown at least. You okay. know, like some sort of effort to be made. Okay. I didn't know what I expected her to get me. When she asked about stuff, I hinted to some things I needed. Mm -hmm. All were cheap and inexpensive. She asked me a few times about all I usually like to do for my birthday. I figured I'd at least get that and maybe uh, dinner or something. Okay. So you had, you know... Okay, yeah, he had expectations. Uh, yeah, like slightly. Yeah. Slightly. You know, so I got home from work that evening and was expecting to be waiting on some presents or something of that sort. Instead, I walked into her naked. Uh, deal. <laughs> All right. I was actually excited because I obviously enjoy having the sex with her. I would know? hope you do. And I thought this was just the start of the night. <laughs> he, he obviously still finds her physically attractive. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> well, afterwards, I asked what we were going to do about food. She said she hadn't planned that, but she wanted a salad. Okay. It was obvious she didn't plan that part out. I tried to remain silent about presents and asking about stuff because I didn't want to seem needy or entitled. Oh, uh, you already do, buddy. Yeah, this is, so once again, yeah. this is, I do not like how he words things, but the topic yeah. is different. The topic's a great topic. This guy, yeah. <laughs> Finally, it was time to go to sleep that night, and nothing happened. What do you mean nothing happened? Not, well, there's, he didn't, <laughs> nothing else happened, I guess. Okay. And so she finally asked, 
Well, was that everything you wanted? Was it a successful birthday? Oh, God, he said no. I didn't want to lie to her. Oh, gosh. So I told you her that. You moron. So I told her I was a little bit disappointed. Oh, boy. I explained that the sex was great, but I felt a little sad because there was nothing else. And she looked at me with a surprised look on her face, and she said, Are you kidding me? I thought all guys would die for that on their birthday. And I don't like that response necessarily No, that's not a great one either. I want to break this down like crazy. Okay, we have time to, which is great. She said that all the guys in her previous relationships had loved it as a present. She said that I must be crazy. She said that she thought about getting something else, but figured this would be better. I said that I loved having it for a present, but I thought that she would at least put in a little more thought or give me a card or something. Right. She scoffed at me and got out of bed. She said she was going home and for me to call her when I wasn't acting like a spoiled little kid. Should I apologize for reacting that way? What should I do? Oh, man. So, okay. I, I have to. I have to. I have to get in on this. And the way people <laughs> responded, I, I, I love the responses that right. we got. Because, like, so Carson and Alex, uh, my thing, they, they hit the nail on the head as far as I'm concerned. Like... They, they hit it. They got really good points in there. Mm-hmm. There was another good point that was made uh, about, like, the if you don't, you don't need presents and stuff where the entitlement stuff came in. And I also agree with that, and that's part of the reason why I don't really care for his response towards right. things. Right, But, I mean, Jen did. She hit it. She hit it. She hit my thing. Absolutely. Because here's the thing. Sex for a birthday, I do think it's, it's a cool thing. Like, trust me, I like it. <laughs> but, uh... It's a given. I, I'm not saying that it has to happen, but it should be a given, right? <laughs> Chad puts in there, he goes, uh, I gave this gift to all those other guys and they loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it to this guy and this guy and this guy. Wait a second. You just met that guy two weeks ago. It's right. a hell of a gift. Right? It was his birthday. <laughs> he was super happy. Yeah. Uh, Oh, man. I could tell by the bulge in his pants. Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things where, like, though, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, hey, that's an expectation that has to happen. But, like, if you're in a relationship, a successful relationship, right, mm-hmm. and things are well. Right. Sex is part of the relationship. It is. It's not a gift. That's something you should both enjoy doing. Well, and so I had a few people say the exact same thing. Where they're like a healthy, re- it's part of a healthy relationship. It's not a gift. It's just part of the relationship, you know. Which I understand that, but and I get like walking <coughs> to the house and you're standing there naked, being like, "Hey, are you on all fours presenting yourself?" Like, right? Yeah, no, make that's it something a- special if you want to. And that was that's what everyone came back to was like, if that's going to be a present, yeah. like if you're going to make that a present, okay, then it needs to be different. It needs to be special. Something special about it. It does. Just being naked isn't that. In well, my I mean, mind. It, it, like, it, it, no, it, it helps. <laughs> it helps things. It is a romantic gesture, or at least a <laughs> gesture. But, you know. Right. It, it's, it's exciting. It's fun. But, I mean, it's at the end of the day, like, when, when I take a look at sex, it's part of a healthy relationship you're doing that you know mm-hmm. and i get like maybe i shouldn't assume that i'm gonna get it on my birthday every year anyway but i you know it's it's part of the relationship God, he's hitting like chad's just rolling right now yeah 
Now, if she's dressed like Sailor Moon and that's a fantasy I had, then that's a gift. No, and that's, okay, that's where I'm headed. He's right. If she's dressed like Sailor Moon and that's a gift, all right, yeah, that's what I'm into. Listen, if she's out all fours and she's just like, hey, you know that other hole you always wanted to try, right? I get it. This is where we're getting raunchy, but like, right. if that's the one thing you want and it's always off limits and it's something you've just always wanted to try or whatever, and that's what's presented to you, dude, that's a gift. That is. That it's, works. Yeah, exactly. Which, uh, by the way, uh, Chad, if Jen is listening, Jen, here's your idea. Yeah. Sailor Moon, <laughs> all the way. Um, you know. <laughs> How long was this present? <laughs> well, that's. Uh, I don't that, know. That, that depends. <laughs> I don't know how long people go. Um, uh, depends on his uh, ability, I guess. He's not. He's probably not Sting. So <laughs> right. Um, There's only one Sting in this world, and yeah. even at that, I think he lies. <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, yeah, if she's gonna fulfill a weird fetish or a kink or something like that that you wouldn't normally do, or she's generally not into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that as a present. That's giving in and doing something else. If it's literally just sex, that's not really a gift. That's part of a healthy relationship, and it seems like an easy way out or a cop-out. Right. I don't really like that as, as the response. Now, to those people that do say, hey, you shouldn't expect anything for a birthday anyway or whatever. I mean, that just depends on who you are. That depends on your relationship and how that's set up. If you are that person that doesn't care, then... Cool. Right. Like, when it comes to, like, for instance, birthdays in my house anyway. Like, you know, the kids' birthdays, obviously, we make a big deal about them because they're kids. kids. You know, my wife, when it's her birthday, it's a big deal because she grew up where that's what it is and, you know, that's what she wants. And so I have no problem making it into a big deal. Get her presents, make a plan, have a schedule, you know, different things, all that kind of stuff. And she's told me what her expectations are as well. Like, you know, because there's been birthdays that I've completely muffed. Well, sure. And, you know, when she's like, I just didn't have a great day. It's like, what could I do better? Like, what is it that you're looking for so I can fit that need? You know, that kind of thing. And for me, it's like, just, you know, let me pick dinner. Like, that's, I don't care. Like, I don't need a lot. I don't want a lot. Like, do I expect you to say, hey, happy birthday? It's like, yeah, that's cool. Yes, I expect to be acknowledged. Right, just acknowledge that that's what it is. But I'm not saying that you've got to, you know, plan a surprise party, bake a huge cake, do all this random. Like, I don't need all that. Most people don't. And Like, buy me a candy bar at the store and a tea, and I'm freaking ecstatic. Like, this is awesome. Oh, cool. You did something nice for me. I'll take it. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, You know, for me, my birthday's never been a big issue either. It's never been a big deal. A lot of people even forget. So, like like I said, I just like it to be acknowledged at some point. It was was, uh, your birthday anyway. Um, I saw it come up because obviously I don't remember what day it is because I don't remember people's days, birthdays, but I saw it come up and I was like, well, I wonder if uh, he put in his real birthday or not. I don't know. So I said, I said, go to text. I was like, is today actually your birthday? Yeah, he goes, yeah, why? I was like, happy birthday, mother ever. <laughs> it was the weirdest birthday text I've ever got. I'm questioning whether this is your birthday or not. See, I used to send people text when I knew it was their birthday. Um, is I would say happy birthday, but each letter their own text. So their phones oh, would just God. explode. Yeah, I'd hate you if you did that. I know. Yeah, no, it was I my know. favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite. I like that. 
I want to make you angry. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's your birthday. <laughs> Time to get pissed. <laughs> yeah, right. So it, it's, you know, it, it depends. Like, yeah, there are different people that do expect different things and so on and so forth. And maybe that's something that you kind of learn as you go forward. And this is maybe a learning point for her. But I, for him where he's like, I kind of expected this. I kind of expected this, you know. And, <laughs> dude, If you don't say it. what – well, and that's the thing too is – did he ever tell her, like, this is what I'm looking for? The, it's the one thing that I can understand his disappointment on is she specifically asked, hey, what are some things that you would like for your birthday? And what do you normally do? And he threw out all these things and she did none of them. Right. But I mean, was it more or less like a just what do you want for your birthday? Or it was it, hey, your birthday's coming up. What do you want to do? Let, let me make sure that we can do something that you enjoy. I think she asked, what would you normally do for your birthday? But when I was talking about gifts, she did ask, like, That's true. what are she some did things that you like? But she fumbled that one. She muffed it. Yeah, you know, well, whatever. And she just goes, well, I thought sex was better. Well, you know. Well, not, yeah. yeah, but it's not a gift. It's not a gift. <laughs> That's part of a regular relationship. Right. If your gift was like, hey, I'm going to put on the furry suit tonight because you're <laughs> into that, you weirdo. Yeah, like, I don't like it, but whatever. <laughs> okay, cool. We can yeah. bark at the moon together. <laughs> I don't, you know. Well, Kathy says she could have at least sprung for chocolate and whipped cream. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Find something to make it different. And that's that's what a lot of people said was, you know, find something that makes it special, a different outfit or a different style or whatever it may be. And I did have one. Okay. That I, I looked it up to make sure I could read it right because I have the other stream going on the phone. Mm -hmm. But, and it was from somebody and she said, do you have the choice of picking a different partner for birthday sex? Okay, so that's another thing that I was going to bring up. That's a fair question, because in some relationships, that's you, fine. You, yes, in some relationships, that's fine. And I would say that, like, okay, once again, this goes back to the kink and the fetish sort of thing, right? Right. If you're a guy and you've been like, hey, threesome, ha, 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 and then you come home and it wasn't your wife that was naked, but it was another lady in the bedroom, that's a gift. It can be, depending on your relationship, obviously. But Well, if you're both, they're going to do that. You get the threesome you've always asked for. Given, right. you know how we feel about threesomes. Bad idea. Yeah, don't, Shouldn't it's probably do it. not going to be a great it. choice at the end of the day. But I don't know your life, and I don't know your world. But, but if that's something you wanted, that counts. That right. counts. Exactly. But at the same time, if she's giving it to you because it's your birthday and you deserve something special, but I'm really not okay with it, that's a huge problem. Well, I would agree with you, too, Like, but that's... That's a lot of red flags, but I'm looking it, into red flag world. <laughs> you are, but at the same time, if she's willing to do that, because in my mind, if it's a red flag, if it's something I would never do, it doesn't mm. matter that it's your birthday. You're not getting that. Right, exactly. It's if like, it's that's not going to happen. That's, if you legitimately go, you know, I'm really not for this, but it's your birthday, and because it's not like he said, you know what I want for my birthday? A threesome. Right. That becomes a problem. Right, because now it's like, have you had this conversation before? Right. No. Uh, but if your buddy. wife surprises you with that, when you she knows it's something you wanted. If you've had, dis it, if you've had discussions. That's the you've whole had discussion to have discussions. Thing, yes. Because you can't. Like, if I walked home and my wife was just like, hey, here's this, I would have been like, uh, no. Yeah. Thank um, you. Kindly put your clothes back on, right. strange woman. Me and my wife are about to have a fight. Right. <laughs> We're about to have a talk because something got misconstrued somewhere and I don't know what it is. Right, right. Like, <laughs> you're not Chris Pratt. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> that portion becomes okay. It's it's 
if you've talked about it, if it's something special that you would never do aside from that day, then yeah, at that point in time it becomes a gift, but the sex itself should be just part of a healthy relationship. Right. Therefore, it makes it not a gift, and it's not really acceptable. Right, and Chad says as well, so a healthy relationship will learn and make the next one better. <laughs> yeah, no, he's right. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's as true as it gets. You know, a healthy relationship, that's, you know, you learn more about each other. You learn what you expect on birthdays, what one side is expecting of the other. But even if you have expectations, understand this, and this was brought up as well. Um, a, a, one of the persons that commented on mine anyway replied to a few of them for me. And, you know, it's he comes from a different place and a different background, which is great, is there's this thing of you may be your birthday yeah and you may be expecting this because it's your birthday and you feel like this is what comes in entitled exactly and all that that doesn't mean your partner is obligated to this because no matter what and yes healthy relationships this happens people that are in a healthy relationship have sex that's just the way it goes sure you know but if the other side is like i'm not feeling it no, like, you can't say, "Well, it's my birthday, and so you have to have sex with me." Absolutely it's like, not. Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> like, if I didn't have sex on my birthday, am I a little di- bit disappointed? Sure, because you know I would have liked to have done that, but I'm disappointed any day. That right, I don't get to but have at sex. the end, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, though, like the choice of being at, like, you may be, yeah, I'm all for it. It's not up to you. No, because the moment that somebody goes, I don't really, I don't feel like doing that tonight. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that's, a, that's called a no. That's a no. And no means no. No means no. You don't get to try to play this pity card of it's my birthday. Can I do this? No, but I clean the whole house. No means no. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter bud. If like, somebody's not into it, because everybody has those days. Like, you're, yeah. I'm a guy. You're a dude. We have the, the drive, you know, or sure, whatever. Yeah. We want to do the sex scene all the time, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, I want to bang. <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's it's one of those, no, it's an option on the table. Yeah, you know? Right, right. But there are times where, like, that's happened before where yeah. I've been with somebody and they're like, yeah, and you're getting in that moment and I'm just like. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. Right. Like, I'm like, sorry. I, I can't get there. I actually I'm can't. I'm too tired tonight. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the fair thing. Like, I mean, the whole stigma and the whole generic thing is that the woman is always like, I got a headache or whatever. And that's an unfair thing. It's an unfair stigma. If she does have a headache or if she right. doesn't feel well, yeah, don't bang her because it's not going to help the headache. Right. And not only that, but like, <laughs> why does she have to come up with excuses? She can just say, no, I don't want to. And well, it, that doesn't I mean, mean everybody's maybe it isn't always ready. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, right. Well, I don't need the excuse either. I mean, if you're going to give me like a real, like the real, hey, I do have a headache. That's why I don't want to do it. Fine. That's cool. Okay. I'm it. sorry. Can I get you a Tylenol? Can I get you Tylenol? Yeah. yeah a cup of water? <laughs> you know, cup of water. What did then, you eat today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sort of thing. <laughs> I'm going to go down the route of Support. now I'm taking care of you. <laughs> Be supportive. That, right. And that's the important thing. No, there isn't an obligation. There isn't an expectation. That's that's beyond that. And I do want to hurry up and turn this around because it is weird, you know, because guys will sit there and be like, oh, he did take the gift of banging. Oh, I was just I just would want to bang. I want to bang. You know, all the chads in the world. Right. <laughs> Well, that's not fair. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I know. Mean, there's a chat I right feel there. bad because that's <laughs> it's the generic name, though. Right. It like is. I feel bad because I know you're, two you're, chads now yeah. that don't fit the gen- right. like the you're generic fighting name. A, you're fighting a stigma there, bud. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, oh, Biff. Okay, we'll use Biff. Biff, the normal Biff sounds Biffs. good. Yes. The, oh, I just want to bang. Yeah, my name's Biff, and I, I just Biff bang. And I bang. I bang for hours. Oh. 
<laughs> they always laugh like that. I don't. <laughs> but right. it, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, that guy's that guy's awful, right? But say say Biff goes, <laughs> you know what I got her for her birthday? My dick. Right. That's it. Like, right, yeah, no. Imagine, no, just, I, I understand. <laughs> like, gender roles, uh, we're going to put it into this perspective. If you're a dude, you come up to your girlfriend and you're just like, you walk into the room and you're naked, you go, it's time for your birthday present. <laughs> is, is that good? Is there any woman out there that's like, this is the greatest present ever? I mean, maybe there probably is, there but I don't be, know. might be, but I mean... Uh, Chad giving you the finger though. <laughs> well, that's fine. That's that's cool. He give me the finger. Uh, I changed the name, Chad. I changed yeah. it. It's Biff now. It's all Biff. right. It's Biff. So if you know a Biff, d- tell them to give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I want to talk to him because what parent named Names their kid, kid Biff? Biff. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you name your kid, Biff? Biff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name's Biff Dunce. <laughs> Biff Dunce. so beats. But yeah, it's so. You know, if you walk in and you're just like, yeah, I presented you my dick. That's my <laughs> gift to you. This is your present. <laughs> you laugh, right? Because it's, it's funny because it's so stupid. It is. Yes. But if a girl, like, shows up naked, that's what she's doing. I mean, in all it's honesty, that's exactly thing. what she's doing. It's not right. No. Either way. This is my point. Like, just because guys are uh, supposedly more hormone-driven, physical attraction, we want to do stuff, it's not right. No. It doesn't work that way. Because if you walked in and a girl saw that and you gave that to them, they're going to be disgusted with you nine times out of ten. Chad says, the parents said, uh, I want to name him the... I I want him to be the school bully, so I named him Biff. Biff. That's that's what I was headed (laughs) with Exactly. Great minds think alike, Yes. I was a bully. My dad was a bully. We're going to keep it going. Yeah. Biff. Biff. I want to meet a Biff the third because that means somebody decided to keep that going. Oh, man. Can you imagine having a family name of Biff? Biff. It's like, what's your name? Biff Dunce Smith the fifth. Oh, wow. Why? <laughs> like, they just did, keep going. Did, did they just keep marrying into a family that went, no, that's fine. Yeah, I'm I cool guess. with that. Well, we all hate our children. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just like, well, there's a lot of repressed anger in yes. this family. <laughs> I had to live this way, so God bless it, my kid right. will too. <laughs> You're going to know disappointment. <laughs> you will be a bully as well. Right. So. <laughs> the only woman that will marry you will let you name it. Well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man. Their family reunion's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, did you meet Biff over in the corner? Yeah, Biff. I met Biff. How's Biff doing? Oh, Biff's doing okay. He's over at college now rooming with another Biff. What? There's another one. When a Biff gets older, does he ever grow out of the, talk? Or is he always, I think he's always that. So I say he's going to be like 60, and he's just like, uh, or or do you get like to be 80 years old you're an 80 year old Biff let's be honest he probably dies of a heart attack before yeah, then 62 but, from a Viagra overdose yes probably <laughs> trying to be like Sting right uh, <laughs> uh, Chad says happy birthday babe it's Stiff Biff yeah it's Stiff Biff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so oh, don't God. give your significant other sex for their only present. Don't make it the only don't present. Don't do it. It's just a bad idea. Especially if you suck at it. Can we agree <laughs> that? It's just a bad idea. It's not a gift. Right. There's better things to do in this world and better gifts to give. And it can be as simple as a candy bar or from a, a gas station. Or Whatever. something sweet. You made me my favorite meal. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, 
if you know maybe you're making me a meal yeah that's a great gift but if you decide to make it nothing but the kitchen apron game on uh, my, like my, now you're doing two things and I am totally into this. <laughs> my ex for my 30th birthday, she she blew up 30 balloons and then put them in the bathroom. Yeah, it wasn't a great <laughs> gift because then I had to pop 30 balloons That's that were awesome. all over the bathroom, That's but at so the good. same time it was something. That's so good. That's but like that's better in my mind than just being like your birthday gift was sex because right. there was some sort of thought Oh Some yeah. Sort of Even if it was like, I know you're gonna hate this, but you're gonna love it in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fun. So yeah, keep that in mind, guys. Unless you're doing kinky fun stuff, which hey, as long as we're all consenting, consent's that's a big, the big deal. Thing. Consent's a big deal. <laughs> consent's a big deal. Hey, you're listening over for discussion at SolidStateRadio.net. We're gonna take a break, and we'll come back with some more. Yes. Stay tuned. Solid State Radio. Solid State Radio. You get over to a house, you walk over to a door, you start pounding on the door. You say, open up the door, bitches, woofle goo with the green teeth, and let me in. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. And we're going to stick on the topic of birthdays here for a little bit. Because why the heck not? Well, sometimes I'm fortunate enough to find topics that coincide with each other. Right. And when I do, I kind of want to, like, why not? Let's hit it all at once. Yeah. Right? And it's I relatable. Mean, birthdays, it, it went well. So let's do it again. Sure. <laughs> so this one's kind of an interesting thing, and I kind of feel for this guy a little bit. But it's... At the same time, I also have a little bit of a problem with the attitude. I do with a lot of things when it comes to birthdays because there's so much entitlement there, and I think that people really make their birthdays out to be a bigger deal than what it is. Oh, I mean, some people do, for sure. If you have the thing that I call the birthday week, if you are a person that does the <laughs> birthday week... I know somebody that does a birthday week. Yeah, I dislike that <laughs> a lot. I think it's not a cool thing. Um, I've always felt that way. Mostly because my birthday has never meant anything to anyone at any point in time in my life. That's fair. But, I mean, and that's that's my own personal reflection on it, but also just for a week, do you get a day? Right. If take you, a day. If you were gonna, Be happy. I will say that. If you take the day and you want it all about you and to do all those things off and take the day off of work and do cool. Right. Go ahead. I mean, Go that's, that's your day. I get celebrating. And I there's really a lot do. of companies that give you your birthday off. Oh, that must be nice. Yeah, there's companies that give you paid day off for your birthday. I work on my birthday, (laughs) like 90%. I will say that the wife and I have come up with a really neat plan um, because my birthday is December 5th, hers is December 17th. And so instead of having like two specific like big parties or whatever, what we do is we just go, okay, let's pick a weekend in December. Yep. And then we just go away for a weekend. And it's our birthday weekend. And that's perfect. It's that awesome. makes sense. That oh, makes it's sense awesome. to me. Because that's not just you, though. And it's not just her. Right. Both that's of us. both of you and celebrating like, together. Yeah. Like um, two years ago, she planned it. And we went to Charlevoix mm-hmm. and went on a beer tour. Oh, oh, it was awesome. I know you'd love that. I had a great time. I, it was I great. believe it. She had a good time, too. But yeah, I had a great time. And then 
this past year, even though everything was kind of shut down and yeah. all that, we took a weekend and went out to Lansing to an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Nice <laughs> just to get away. Right. It, yeah. it, it's a recharge. No kids. Just her and right I. Right before the holidays where everything's exactly. crazy. You get to celebrate each other's birthday with each other. Yeah, That's, it was yeah, awesome. I get that. Yeah. that. Like the idea of that birthday weekend where you're celebrating two days. I mean, that's what a weekend is anyway. Right. It makes sense. It was awesome. I had a great time. Yeah. Anyway, so this friend group planned a big surprise for my friend whose birthday is two days after mine. <laughs> I I got nothing. <laughs> oh, gosh. And it's... It, this is the this is where my heart series get pulled just a little bit, right. just a little bit. Like they they knew about his and cared about his, but they didn't give two crabs about yours. Yeah. So ouch. I so I feel really stupid about writing this, as it all seems kind of childish. But at least he's aware of it, right? And that's that makes me that makes me feel better as opposed right. to the last guy who yeah. is just a eh. dink. Yeah, he's a biff. So, so well, no, no, he was not a biff. He wasn't a biff. No, he was the other side of that. Kind of, kind of. I, so I don't know. He was a whiner. He's he's a bit of a whiner. Yeah. He's a little bit of a whiner. But Being I a little bit of a B. <laughs> but I kind of understand where he was. Anyway. Yeah. So it was my birthday yesterday, and it's you know lockdown here, and he's in the UK, so okay. yep. more stringent lockdown even. Right. Uh. So it was always not. It's always not going to be that great. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my best friends has a birthday two days after mine. The last couple of weeks, we have been planning a surprise present for him. The whole group has paid into getting him something expensive and nice. Well, that's nice. So, yeah, the entire friend group, as well as sending funny photos of him to a private chat from last year. This was all started by his girlfriend, who is another close friend of mine, and is going to make a collage with these photos. Oh, cool. I also spoken to her about dropping an extra present I have for him outside their house on his birthday. Well, look at that. An extra present. It's a bag of dog crap lit on fire. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Screw your birthday. Mine's better. <laughs> happy birthday. I lit a candle for you. Right. Stop, Stop it out. Stop that sucker out. A couple of days ago, it occurred to me that if we had been planning all this nice stuff for my friend and no one bothered planning anything for me, I would be a little bit hurt. And then no one did. I live in a shared flat with three people I have known for a few months. I've known my other friends since we were teenagers. I also broke up with someone last month. It was only a five-month relationship. So I think it stings a little bit more seeing this nice loving act unfold in front of me while I have no one to do something similar for me. So it's it's a little bit of an added thing. Yeah, a little bit of a self Self-pity type yeah. thing. Yeah. And he realizes this, which is the part, like, the self-realization yeah. helps me It does. It, it, it makes me relate to you a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also a friend's girlfriend sent me a couple of messages. Ah, but Also, my friend's girlfriend sent me a message a couple of days before my birthday saying that they would like to see me on the day of my birthday. Yesterday, he messaged me by saying happy birthday. Him and his girlfriend are busy till 4.30, but we could meet after that. So I went for a walk with my sister, got back around 4 to get ready to see them. I sent him a message. He messages me back at 6 p.m. saying he's been having fun out and what are my plans? And I said I'd been drinking alone, waiting for them to get back to me. I told him I was drinking alone, and he said, oh, that's no fun. Come over. And at this point, I was hurt and said, no, I don't really feel like a pity invite. 
uh, he calls me and I said, uh, F you and hung up. And this is this is where oh I get okay, kind of mad at this go. guy, right? Very immature on my part. I had been drinking as his excuse. Well, nice to have an excuse. You're still a child. Still, yeah, very childish, not cool. Yeah. Did try to call him later to explain, but he was he said he was going to sleep. I'm just quite upset about the whole thing and feel undervalued by my friends. I feel immature because I shouldn't be upset about my birthday at my age, which is in the mid-20s, but I think because of the lockdown, I could have done with something showing me they, they cared. I, I don't know, emotions, something? Nah. Um. So, you know, I guess what, what does he do? He wants to know what he does. expectation things again, man. And it, it is this expectation thing. And yeah. I, you know, the expectation thing is, is what's going to draw you back on this and the birthdays. You really shouldn't have expectations. You shouldn't go into it with this grandois thing. I mean, or grandiose thing. I, right. um, I think, like, for me, I don't really expect things. My expectation is just a, hey, happy birthday. Right. Like what I did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, cool. That's, that's It's your birthday? Yeah. Happy birthday! <laughs> I don't even expect that from everybody. Right. There's, like, a couple of people I expect that from. You know, like, parents... Yeah, like you would. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like you expect, like your mom to be like, "Hey, happy birthday!" Right. You know, you would expect that from your mom. But even at that, like expectations, they're really they're they're not a good thing. Generally, not. I mean, you know, especially if you put your expectations high. Like if you're putting right. them high, why are you doing that to yourself? Exactly, and so I can understand. But I can't understand and I can relate to where this guy's coming from to a certain extent, to a certain thing. Well, the fact that the friend group acknowledged one and not his. Yeah. Like, I can see where that's frustrating. It, so, with with my one of my big friend groups or whatever, uh-huh. there's been uh, multiple 30-year birthday parties, right? right? So, right. they'd have this gigantic birthday bash for someone who turned 30. And I've watched, like, a lot of different friends in this group go through it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get it. I nothing. didn't get that. I yeah. didn't even really get a happy birthday from some of those people that are part of that group. Right. And so it was like when when it came to my 30th birthday, I didn't expect that. I didn't there was no expectation for that to happen mm-hmm. for me. I'm not trying to say that. But like the knowledge that like people that are I feel in the same standing that I am in the friend group or whatever right. had a birthday bash where everybody showed up and there was like a real big ordeal made of it. Right. And it was hardly acknowledged is kind of like a yeah i i feel your pain there guy like a little bit i yeah. i understand a little that. bit of disappointment there but you I, know once wh- again i didn't have that expectation right and that's that's the big but, thing is you know chad says it as well he goes expectation minus reality equals disappointment oh absolutely and that's that's the way it's going to be is if your expectations of other people for you like your expectations of other people for you. Yes. Stop. Full stop right there. Because you can't expect other people to do things for you, period. You you just can't. No. You know, the minute you get into that is the minute you're getting into, I have so much importance of who I am that other people are thinking about me constantly. Right. Like, stop. No, we're not. I'm sorry. No. You know, there are some people that they do. They keep track of everybody's birthdays. Oh, they dude, keep they, track they of are. specifics. They want to make sure. Like, I have one person that I don't expect it every year, but every year I see it. And it's the day before my birthday. The day before. I've met this person once. Okay. In college. Okay. 
I've met them one time, and every year, the day before my birthday, she sends me a message. Just says, hey, happy early birthday. Hope you have a great day. No, that's awesome. And it's it's one of those, like, every year since I've been, since I was turning 18. So it's been 12 years in a row now. Okay. N- no, 13. We just talked about this because I couldn't remember how old I was. <laughs> you know, but every year she's done this. And yeah. it's like, that's, you know, thank you. You know, and not only that, but how do you have that much time in your day? Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, but it's it's that little sweet moment. Like, so for me, the highlight of my birthday is scrolling through my Facebook usually and just responding. Because if somebody sends me a message and wishes me a happy birthday, I'm going to respond to it. Oh, yeah. Every uh, single one, I'm going to say thank you because... Yeah. They you deserve the thank to. you. Yeah, they deserve it. You didn't have to. I get right. it. It's super easy. I get it. It just shows up on your timeline. You and just press one button and it pops. Pretty much. Yeah. But you didn't have to do it. And right. you did it anyway. You and took the time to hit that one button for so me. And I takes, appreciate that. It takes me no time. Yeah, eventually it rack, racks up some time depending on how many people. Well, have, I mean, you if know, you take a break it. throughout the day and then you get back to it and you're like, right. oh, crap. <laughs> no, and that's what happens as things yeah. kind of filter in. It's not like at the end of the night I'm like, all right, here's my hour to respond to everybody. Right. But I try to respond to everybody just because you took that time and right. that means something to me. And I do the same thing. Like if I see one, you know, on Facebook or whatever, if somebody says, happy birthday. Like, even if it's just a simple, like, you know, happy B-Day, whatever, yeah, yeah. then it's a like and a comment of thank you. That's it. Like, you deserve to have, like, if I'm going to take the time to wish somebody happy birthday, I don't expect anything back. Like, if I don't get a response back, I look at that and go, well, they were having a good birthday. You right, know, You right. were off your friggin' phone. Like, no. good for you. You were having a great day. I don't expect that. I'm sure that people don't expect me to say thank you back. Right. Like, I don't, that's not the intent there. No. But if you take the time, I'm going I want to, to eventually get around it. to it. Yes, yeah. I want to acknowledge it. I want to make sure that you understand that I saw it, and I appreciate that you took time out of your day to say thank you. Bingo. Or happy birthday, or whatever. Yes. You know, and that's, that's just a great thing. Like, I have an expectation of myself. To acknowledge those people. Yes. But I don't have an expectation of those people to tell me happy birthday. No. Like, that's just... I don't... like It's, it, it's stupid. I said, the only expectations I have when it comes to my birthday are pretty much family members that, like, yeah, I, I expect my mom or my dad to call me. I mean, <laughs> you would hope. I, I, I guess. Yeah. Because if they don't, then, I, <laughs> then yes, I am disappointed because right. that's a very weird thing for it, me. It would be strange. Yes. You know, but with this guy specifically, like a friend group or whatever... Like, you have expectations of this friend group on how you fit into it and what you deserve out of it. Yeah. Just stop it. Like, you're not there. If you're in a friend group, like, if I have a group of friends that I hang out with on a regular basis, which I don't really, I kind of do. Not really. You know, one or two, basically. You don't get to have the snobby attitude this guy has. Right. I will say that. You don't yeah. get to talk to your friends that way. I do think that their friends blew him off for two hours on his birthday. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of slimy. And so I can understand the not feeling good or resentment and that, but you don't take it out on him that, that light, especially right. because all the other stuff. And, yes, you're going through personal things, but once again, that's personal things. People right. don't know. What people, like this year for me was the one of the largest birthdays that I've had uh, in my mind. Okay. Like the the date, just just the age. The right. turning thirty two was one of the biggest ages that I could think of. Like mm-hmm. it was bigger to me than the thirty year old age. Right. And no, like no one knows this. I don't right. talk about it. Exactly. 
it's a it's a self thing because 32 was the age that my my dad had was when he had me okay so it's a big deal for you it is it is a big deal because it's a okay so this is where in my parents lives this mm-hmm. is where i started Okay. Where do I compare to that? Which I know is an other another unhealthy thing. Right, but, but I'm know. a single man in the middle of a pandemic, and I'm goddamn depressed, Gator. So <laughs> you get to think about whatever you want. Right, but right. this is. But actually, you're not pushing those on other people. No, 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 and I'm not, and I've never really brought it up. But for years now, and I'm not mm-hmm. joking, like for years, this has been the birthday that I've been sitting here going and dreading almost. Right. And so this year, unbeknownst to anyone else, so no one would know. Mm-hmm. So it's not up to them to like contact me or whatever or know this and go, hey, you know, what a hang in there. We got this. We did something special. They don't know this. But no. like for those people that did notice that I was a little bit down on my birthday, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, I, there's a there's a thing. I'm I'm an unmarried childless man at the age that, you know, my dad was an older parent when he had me. Yeah, I'm trying to th- I don't know how old my mom and dad were. But I think they they may have been about thirty two, thirty five, yeah, right around there. So it, you you look at it and you go, oh, well, yeah. I, I so mean, it, it it there's a there's a part yeah. of that that's just it's a life thing for me. But no one knows this because I didn't share it with them. Nor do I want to. You know, I'm doing it here because right. it's a show. It's but. a show, and we can talk about things. And show code comes into play. Right. You know, you get a neat idea or a fun story. Well, it just relates. You, you have to say it. It relates. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. So I, I get that. But just like your mid every other birthday, no. You don't you don't get to have those expectations, and you can't have expectations unless you bring them up. And even mm-hmm. then, if you're like, I kind of want this big party, okay, cool, bud. I hope someone throws that for you because it's not gonna be me, right? Like, right. And, well, and that's that's a you know, I've showed up to my friend groups parties and stuff like that, right? I've never planned one. I've never put the time and effort into it. I've never done it. I've shown up. Mm-hmm. I've given gifts. I'm not a planner. I'm not that guy. It'll never happen that right. way. So I, maybe I shouldn't have an expectation, and I never did have the expectation. But you could, I can relate to where this guy is disappointed Yeah. because it's tough to see other people get, like, so much planning, mm-hmm. and, and especially that, like the collage of pictures, the, oh, all the that effort. stuff. There's so much effort put into that, and then yeah. for somebody to just acknowledge your birthday on the very slightest – and then kind of blow you off for two hours when you made plans. That's tough. I don't like being blown off when I make plans to begin with. But on the day that, like, there is supposed to be some sort of special thing for you. Right. Well, I mean, the the given it, it, is that there would be. Yes. It stings a little bit even more. So yeah. Which Chad I feel says, for this guy. Chad says he feels for you, Goat. He said, um, not the unmarried thing, but I yeah. did the same thing when I was the age my parents were when they had me. He doesn't have any kids either. Right. And so, you know, there's someone else in this world that understands where you're at, bud. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I get it. My dad's never been married, so that's not yeah, really yeah, a milestone. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I didn't want to follow that path necessarily. Yeah, I don't blame you there. You know, that uh, but it worked, but it doesn't mean it's the, it's the most healthy of choices you could make or right, what well, you want for yourself. Right. But, I mean, well... That's a story in itself, but right, it's yeah. it's you know one of those things where you know that was that was something that I related to. I'm glad Chad relates to me. I'm I'm happy that somebody else kind of. <laughs> if yeah, anyone thanks, could, bud. it could be Chad. <laughs> yeah, thanks, <laughs> bud. I appreciate it because it, he knows he knows there's that like that there's a sinking feeling 
Yeah. There is kind of like that moment of like, this was this, this was it. This was the year. Mm -hmm. This was the, like the milestone that I kind of set for myself almost. And there is a disappointment and a letdown because not only am I at that milestone, there's not a possibility. Right. It just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're we're taking a deep dive into the brain of goat at the moment, well, which that's is fun. Fine. You know. I don't care. You can take as much <laughs> of it. You're, you're going to find some scary stuff. Right. But, but I, I mean, and I think it goes the other way as well. You know, like, obviously, we're way different in this world. Oh, um, uh, complete opposites. Yeah, you know, and that's that's okay. Oh, you for know, sure. Because, like, you know, I, I don't remember what, you know, how old my mom and dad were when they had me. I, do, yeah. I have no idea, you know, anything like that. But, you know... Like you're looking at 32, you know, you not married, don't have kids or anything like that. But, you know, at the same time, you have a house, you have a good job, you're steady, you're solid, your foundation is set. You're you're in a good place. Oh, yeah. No, there's not like I'm homeless on the street going, right. uh, whoa, it was me. Like, that's not if that was the case, it'd be a lot more depressing. Right. What, There'd be a little bit more issue here. <laughs> what, keep, what really keeps me through on this is that I have like the, the success and so exactly. on and so forth. And you're you're. you're you're a successful man. Yes, to I mean, a certain extent. Yes. Well, I mean, you're not Jeff Bezos, but no, who well, cares? That's not what I'm saying. Like, right. I, I'm, I'm successful in my own mind. Exactly. I have the things that I want. I have no needs for anything. Exactly. You know, and the way I look at it is like, you know, I got married when I was 20. You know, 20 is pretty young to it get is married. Very young, you know, yes. there's no question. And then I had my first kid when I was 22. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, no, I get you. And so... And that can be really young. Like 22, 23, something it's, like it's, that? I'm not going to give you the thing where I'm going to tell you, like, that's oh, too young or it's super young. It's younger. It is young. It's not... I'm not denying the fact that, you know, it's young and, you know, we I got hit and I don't know if my wife got hit with the same line or not, but, you know, we heard a lot of the babies having babies. You know, that line right there where it's like... Okay, just because we're young and this... Well, oh, you're not a baby having a baby. That's what we got hit with more than once. Sure. At least I did. And it was one of those, like, I get where you're coming from because there's plenty of people that have, you know, they've had kids when they were young and went, yeah, I would have waited. You know, and I get that, but, you know, it wasn't... Your situation's different. You've it, already it been married. You've been together for so long. Right. Dude, babies having babies is like you're 18 years old and you're having a baby or younger. Right. That's where it gets frightening. If you're 20, 20 something more or whatever, I understand if you're in college and you haven't really experienced like work life and stuff yet, because mm -hmm. that could be a little bit frightening. Right. But at that point in time, I'm pretty well aware of where you guys were ish in your lives. Yeah. It's not babies having babies at no. that point. And I mean, <laughs> that was the fun part was, uh, you know, my daughter planned to the T. Like, as far oh, as, yeah. like, we knew all the things that we wanted as far as when and where and all this other stuff. And, like, my wife, her mom had always told her, you know, don't have a kid while you're in college. Like, just do that for me. Don't have a baby while you're in college. Yes. You know, finish college and then start your family or whatever, which... You know, I was like, yeah, no, that, that makes, makes sense. perfect yeah. sense. You know, that's that's good advice if you can do that. Like, that's great advice. And so my wife didn't have a kid while she was in college. She mm -hmm. graduated in December, and my daughter was born in February. <laughs> hey, so but that that works. We fit we fit the 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 recommendation. <laughs> and while while I don't think that 
given being pregnant i'm sure is a huge distraction and there's a lot of stuff that comes with that that i, would, I know I nothing so, about right. because you know i would think it would be extremely distracting i think it would be difficult to get through college but not as difficult as an actual baby at that I point mean, she was doing well let's see she graduated in december for teaching so she did her yeah. student teaching while she was pregnant which once again i think would be very very tough i feel like that would be a difficult process it would be but imagine having a child already see that would be even harder and that's for sure that's my argument there yeah. so yeah i think you fit the recommendation maybe a little bit soon but you I, know, I mean we cut it pretty close you cut it close <laughs> but i i feel like that was a fair hit because you know well and i mean hindsight being what it is you know sarah and i our relationship what we found out is the decisions we've made or the choices we've done or whatever when people are like, well, you should probably wait until this or you should probably do this or whatever. We look at that and we're like, yeah, that all makes sense. Okay, let's do it, but like get really, really close, <laughs> you know? And so we make those decisions to do things extremely close to the chest and, you know, all that kind of fun stuff. But it's worked out great. My kids are great. They're funny as all can get out. And, you know, at the same time, they do everything little kids do where sometimes they listen to words you say and then pretend to do other things but yeah. they're good kids i like them so i'll keep them around should. yeah that's good that's good <laughs> yeah. keep them a little bit uh so anyway just to wrap this up no expectations guy you got to get rid of the expectations maybe right. have a talk with your friends about your friendship i mean a if, little you, bit. if you've obviously the blowing off on in your a birthday, kind you, way yeah that might be something to bring up but overall just enjoy the fact that you get to do something for another friend as well Focus more on what you get to do for people rather than what you get from people. Yeah, because that's going to make you miserable. But right, you know, if you had, if you have like those expectations, you got to let things be known. Otherwise, no one's ever going to know. That's right. You don't tell people. Nobody knows how to read your mind. Absolutely, and you know, so you you could make mentions, but don't be a douche about it. Don't right blow up. You just say, and it's a small mention. It's like, hey, I felt a little bit left out. Right. That's that's the extent. Yeah. Don't make a big deal of it, but just make sure your intentions are known. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's all. And stop with the entitlements. Yeah. Stop just it. stop with that. You're not a king. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and take a break here. When we get back, we're going to talk about uh, stalker boyfriend guy. Oh, boy. It's, uh, it's a kind of a creepy story. Fun. And you're going to kind of want to hear it. So Yay. Please stick around. Yes. Listen open for discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Gators pulling out the good hits today. Some good drop-ins. I like fun. it. I like it. Who doesn't like the gorillas? Dude, they're fantastic. They're so much fun. They're yes, yes. They're just fun. You know, the guy from Blur. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they're just fun. It. Is, I mean, there's there's no one that hears that song. It doesn't vibe on it just a little bit. Oh, it's got such an awesome beat, though. I mean, yeah. it just... Just it, a full heavy bass line of just... You have to feel it for a moment. It's okay. That one, Clint Eastwood? Mm, yes. Yeah. So good. So They're good. They're good. They're good. I saw that one in the in the file I can find, and I was like, <gasps> yay! <laughs> we're, we're doing this. Yeah, I'm doing that one. All right, so we have a it's a it's this is a creepier one. This is a creepy like situation. Okay. 
But because it's creepy, I felt like it's a good one to throw in. Because, okay. you know, sometimes we like to hit heavier things. and We do. And, and it's not like a, it's not insane, but it's just, it's one of those ones where as I was reading it, it gave me the willies a little bit. Ooh. And it, it's longer in the aspect that this is like a very timed out thing. And so hearing the whole story, it makes it that much creepier. Okay. So we're in for story time. Story time. Let's go. So it's a girl, she's 21 years old, has, have, I have a strong feeling f- that my boyfriend, who is also 21, so they're the same age, and that's an important thing to know. Okay. Um, of eight months is the man who stalked me all throughout high school. Okay. Right. Like, I read that, but uh, that doesn't sound good. And then, yeah. Okay. So I'll begin with my stalking story. I was stalked on and off from freshman year all the way to senior year. I remember the first contact, or first message to be more precise, was the day after I bought my phone. It asked for my email and emergency contact and such, and being inexperienced and naive 15-year-old I was, I sent the number thinking it was the phone agency. Okay. Okay, so she screwed up immediately. That happens. I started getting a lot of texts from that number, and I knew that if I told my parents, they would take my phone forever, so I never told them nor asked for help. Right. You were scared. You're 15, you get scared. Parents, authoritative figures, you have something that you finally wanted or always wanted and immediately mess up with it, which is probably the thing why they were like, we're never getting you a phone in the first place. Weird people can contact you. Yeah, and then it happens. I I get where the scared comes in. But that's what the weird people bank on, too. Right, which is, yeah. So I got messages every day asking how I was, where I was, and it it was always a distinct key phrase which was always included the seven to eight texts i got a day holy like moly. per day that's a lot i got those texts rather inconsistently almost like the person was playing with me making me think i'm off the hook and then contacting me again by 16 or sophomore year i had friends who confided in and they helped me change my number the text stopped but i received emails which i blocked A month or two later, I got the message from the same person again. This got worse during sophomore year and junior year, but I didn't tell my parents because I thought they would get mad at me for taking so long to tell them. So now it's that whole. Oh, now she's, yeah, yeah, carry it on now. Yeah, so by this time, you know, I was getting 10 to 20 texts, 3 to 5 phone calls, and 12 to 13 emails. Every single day. Oh, my gosh. Right? This continued so much that the entire time I didn't have any social media online activity until it abruptly stopped after I entered university. So, like, throughout high school, she never got on the Facebook or she's too young to have the MySpace. So, yeah, Facebook. Right. Uh, Just because of, like, you know, or Instagram, whatever. One less thing for that person to be able to get a hold of. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I can't. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to expose any more. It's already bad enough that I'm getting this amount of emails and so on and so forth. Right. So, you know, finally get to university, it stops. A few months later, I met my current boyfriend at a job application university meeting and then started dating him eight months ago. Okay. Okay. I forgot or pushed back the stalking memory until today when I was cleaning out my boyfriend's jeans to put them in the washing machine. He had his diary slash notebook in there, and I took it out so it wouldn't get destroyed. 
Okay. So he left it in his back pocket. You know how you do that sometimes? You leave something in your pants and it goes I mean, through the washer. Yeah, I mean, I've left things in my pockets before. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. she she noticed it, and she took care of that, right? Right. Problem is, she flipped through it because I was curious, and <sighs> it's something you shouldn't do, but this is one of those cases where, uh, Right. Right, so she flipped through it because she was curious, and on the My Contact List page of the notebook, he had an email and the password written on it. The thing was, I effing knew the email account. Oh, no. I opened the email with the password, but everything had been erased. Even the erased files had been wiped, no trace of anything. Okay. Okay. I've never told him about the email, nor about my stalking, but he had the email address under his My Contact email list. I don't know how they are connected, but there is only one logical explanation in my mind. It's his, and he has been the person stalking me for four years. Or maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions. Should I confront him about this? Uh Uh-huh. Do I do more detective work? What should I do? Confront him. Do you think so? Uh Uh-huh. Do you think you should get... Well, I mean, okay. I understand what you're talking about there. I get you. Here's the thing. If somebody stalked you for four years and then it stops and then he finds a way to approach you and then get into your life or whatever, uh-huh. uh, how dangerous is this person? Oh, I mean, it's dangerous. Don't get me wrong. You are in a sketchy, sketchy place. So confronting him, is that necessarily the safe bet? I would say confronting him alone in the apartment would probably not be a great decision. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe going to get coffee. Okay. Or going to a more public setting, which granted right now is near impossible. Okay. So, that's I mean, right. Good luck with that. But at the same time, I would say that's probably something. And then also making sure you have a backup, like, you know, one of your girlfriends or something like that, where you can be like, hey. I'm talking to Jim about this right right. now. Like one of the people you confided in, if you're still close friends with him in the same area, whatever, you know, be like, hey, I'm going to talk to him today because I think this is what's going on. If I need you, like, are you, can you be available if I need some backup or if I need need to go to your house or whatever it may be, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I think that's more than fair to do, but you know. She needs, like Chad said, she needs answers stat. <laughs> oh, definitely. You know. Can I ask you, what do you, do, you, do you think he's the guy? Do you think he's the guy? I mean, if he has the password to the email account. Yeah. Then, yeah, you're the guy. Like, I'm I mean, sorry. It, I mean, that's pretty. It, it's pretty that, open and shut, right? Yeah, that, open, closed case That's a pretty, uh, pretty easy way to decipher it's that one. pretty damning evidence. Right. Now, like, if he had an email that maybe he was getting emails from this person, too, like, that would be a different story. But right. The but fact, the password is what really kind of throws, throws us off. That's what throws me, is that he has the password to that email address. And you know it's the password because you got into the email right. address. You went in there You and accessed looked. it. Yeah. And, I mean, the whole thing's been wiped clean, which maybe that's him being like, you know what, I've, I messed up, but, no, you he, know. Why would he need it anymore? He, he got her. Right. Like, There's what no you, need to stalk somebody and send them messages and stuff because you live with them. Right. And, I mean, it's possible that maybe he realizes what he did wrong and all that, but at the same time, this may be the ultimate goal <sighs> or at least the next step in the goal. 
I don't know what the goal is, and that's the question, and that's the concern, obviously. I think the the goal is to get her, and he's got that now. I mean, right. the stalking or whatever, it usually comes from an obsession with somebody. Exactly. And so they just want to be with that person. Well, he has you. Well, and then the the bad part comes into as well, if you put them that close as far as like wanting to be with them as much as possible, always being part is of them. Is he still stalking you? Right. I mean, he was at the same job, Fair University. Right. What a weird coincidence. I know. Crazy, in, right? He's talked. I mean, it, the weird portion of this is you did hit it off well enough. Well, of course you did because he knows what you like. Yeah, I guess. Well, but if how? You've, if, how? You, if you've studied somebody mm-hmm. that no. hard. No. No, I, I understand where you're going with this, but if she has no social media preference, they're, they're like presence, or not preference, presence. She mm-hmm. has no social media presence. She doesn't have any of that stuff. Like, And they met at this university thing. How does he know that much about her? Maybe she doesn't realize that, you know, she met him at a university thing, but maybe she doesn't know that he was in high school with you. Well, it had to have been. Right. You know, like, he's been stalking you since freshman year so he's known who you are since high school i guess if you follow someone enough you would know certain things right but i mean even that doesn't necessarily mean that you gain an attraction or a connection with somebody right no but you can listen to their conversations you can talk to friends you can you know maybe she just didn't pay any attention to him for that long as well and maybe he was constantly trying but just never able to but I, my, my point being, they, they met up at this thing, right? right? Which was the next goal in his mind, because there's no way it's just a coincidence. He oh, followed no, he her knew. and figured it out. Yeah. This was when he made his move, which finally had the confidence or whatever the case might be. The or had the or you know, something. I guess. And, yeah. you know, the talking points, what you're, talk, what you're saying, like, yeah, he probably does know how to wield the conversation in the right way. Mm-hmm. That's okay. There are people that I get along with on a very good basis. There are women that I've talked to that we, we mesh, you know, mm-hmm. that I don't find attractive. So right. I'm not dating them. Uh, so this is, you know, there's also people that I've talked to and they've had the right answers towards everything where we get along about certain things, but I just can't, the way they talk, the way they present themselves, the energy or whatever it might be. It's right. just, there's not that connection there. It's weird to have all of the connection there too. It is. Like, it's just this very weird circumstance because of what could have happened is he talked to her, shot a shot, and then it's gone. It could have. But, I mean... And trust me, odds were in his favor yeah, I mean, because he yeah, studied something. He had everything it. in his back pocket, you know. But if Different I'm, phrases to say, different things to hit on, different interests he has where he can pull up into. But if I'm a 400-pound mouth breather, it doesn't I mean, matter. I can hard, have all yeah. the right stuff yeah. in my pocket anyway, right. right? But, I mean, Chad's gone on here as well. He's like, he's researched her for four years. Yes. He knows her. He's been watching from the shadows. You know, this is he's the guy, and he's done his homework. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that there isn't... Uh, odds in this guy's favor it's right. just still very very odd to still win someone over that way i mean you know, the, I could yeah the work isn't just to know things the work is to know how to use those things to make yourself attractive which you know i mean there's there's different techniques oh, yeah. and different things out there that if you want to be attractive to just about anybody on the planet you know there's different things you can do to make yourself that yeah. You know, there's plenty of stuff out there. 
Well, I get it. Like I said, I get it. Mm-hmm. He had things in his favor. It still doesn't necessarily mean anything. But then to actually go eight months in and, you know, here you are. He's good at this. Now, here's the thing. That's scary. Does she need to do more detective work? No, what For what? She knows. Maybe. Who else is going to have that email no, address no, no, and password? She knows it's him. But right. I, I'm going to throw out the idea of detective work in this. You suspect him, right? Here's the thing. Yeah, he won you over. He's got you now. But he has these terrible, terrible, terrible things that he's done for years. You don't think that's gone away. I don't think it has, no. I think it's still part of your system. That's part of this guy's psyche. That's part of his routine. He's got some mental Well, if you stalk anybody, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Chad, (laughs) uh, he goes, got a peacock, bro. (laughs) And then... um, but seriously, he's a chameleon. I'd run a background check in him for sure. First thing. This is what I mean. This yeah. is the detective work. Yeah. Background check. How about keep your eyes open to see if maybe he's still following you? I mean, ask to go through his phone. Yeah. Yeah. I That's mean, fair. That's if fair. You're in, if you're in a healthy relationship, and we've had this discussion before as Absolutely. well with phones. Especially you know, phones. I mean, specifically phones where people are like, no, you can't go through my phone. That's my line of privacy. You have to trust that I'm okay. Okay, if you're like, if my wife was like, hey, let me go through your phone. Okay. Like, I don't care. There's nothing in there that's going to be worrisome. Like, she's probably going to look at a couple of, you know, messaging apps that I have and be like, who the heck are these people? It's like, they're the ones I play games with. Yeah, that's a video game, yeah. Like, read it through because I promise you're going to read it and go, this is stupid. I'm sure if you you go through my Discord and you see that I'm talking to Bob and the angry Swede, no one's going to go... What is this? They're going to look at it and be like, why is the one guy angry all the time? Right. Like, <laughs> if you read through my line app, yeah. like, yes, you're going to see conversations, but they're going to be like, you know, well, if these people do this, then we have to respond with that or, you know, tell him this so that way he won't do that or whatever. It's, you know, or can't trust these people. Whatever. Sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to tell you, you can look through it if you want, but you're going to just read like two lines and go, this is stupid. Most you likely. Know? But ask him to go through his phone. Or if you're in the world of, you know, iPhones or whatever, you know, then you can have tracking. You can be like, you can detectively, if you want to, you know, you can find out where he is. Right. And, and it's just more of a how much further has this gone? Like when I, when I talk about the detective work, that's the only thing I care about at this point. Right. I want to know how much further has he gone? I mean, are he, there cameras yeah. in your house? Are there microphones right. in your house? Go do the mirror check in your bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Go figure this stuff out, you know, figure out whether or not he's following you around, stalking you, or whatever the case might be. Because if he did it before, there's a good chance he's still doing it. Or he's found a second target. A lot of these people, it may just be all about the hunt, where they enjoy the stock when they don't have it. You know, they want to continue on, and the minute they get it, well, now it's lost its glimmer. And now there has to be another target. See, I, I'm going to disagree. Like, it's a possibility. Right. I will say that's a possibility. I think that a lot of times with this, it's just they're so obsessive. They become obsessive <sighs> and... Oh, you, you, you've officially piqued Chad's interest of, I didn't even think of that. What if there are hidden cameras? Yeah. This is very possible. No, I, it is absolutely 100% possible. <sighs> this person texted you, emailed you, called you multiple right. times for years and the mi- knew the minute you actually got a phone yes like let that set in for a minute 
He knew the minute you got a phone. He, took, he knew. Yeah, took advantage of that, followed you to university. Right. To a job fair to line up meeting up with you. Right. Managed to get with you. You think the end of creepiness ends with you discovering this? No. I think this dude's obsessive to a point that is frightening. I mean, it already is frightening. Right. There, you don't know the bounds or what limitations there are on this. You don't know if there are cameras everywhere. You don't know if there are microphones everywhere. You don't you know if no he's idea. following you to work and back from work. Right. You don't know if he's following you to your friend's house. You don't know if he's creepily, like, standing outside the windows or whatever. I mean, right. doubtful there because I feel like you're going to get caught real quick, but, Still, you know. I mean, Kathy says just creepy. I would check him out any way possible. And then chat again, um, like they've gotten so used to watching from afar. So this is referring to the stalker. Yes. That he's gotten so used to watching from afar. And now they have you full time and can't give up that behavior even now. No, there's no way that they would. I mean, they have you. That's what they've always wanted. But they don't have you every single minute. Right. They don't know the every intricate detail of your life and what you're doing day to day. And how they knew every intricate detail of your life before was right. through the stalking thing. You don't they're not giving up that control because any problem that Oof. you could possibly have with them. Right. They're going to know about it. They're going to try every bit of research and detective work that they do through their weird creepy stalking to use right. it as a game plan. They used it to get you. Right. Why wouldn't they use it to keep you? Exactly. Get ahead of anything. If he's that insecure to be that obsessive, you don't. There's no way that all of a sudden he's like, "Well, I got her now, so my security is through the roof. I've got this." You know, no. It's it's more now. I have her. What can I do to keep her? What right. can I do to no make one else all can this? have yeah, her? Absolutely. Right. That that's the phrase I think gets real sketchy is when you sit back and you just go, "No one, no else, one else can, can have, have her, her now," which is a great line. Because that comes to the confrontation thing, the confrontation. Yeah. If you go and confront him. <coughs> oh, that's not going to go well. And he has the mindset of no one else can have you. That's dangerous. Isn't it? That That's just straight you, dangerous. No, because this guy knows there's no way that she finds out about the stalking thing and then goes, you've tried so hard to be with me. Oh, my, be still my beating right. heart. Like, You're not going to get flattered by that. No, it's not going to be a romance thing. She's not going to be like, dude, dude tried so hard. No, this of, is like course, of course, of course I should be Bill with him. Type thing. No, this is, this is creepy. This is freaky, and he knows it. You need to show up with backup, and like it needs to be one swift motion confrontation sure i i i will grant you this i will grant you this because there has to be something said because this person's so close and intricate into your life at this point that you can't ghost right that doesn't work that no way. they're gonna find you yes so you need to have a confrontation but you need to make sure there are people there right like people you know and trust mm -hmm. not just strangers to be there to help you and every step forward going you know going with this you have to have somebody around you anytime you're near this place. Oh, yeah. You can't go, and the worst part about this is, like, the moving out, because from my assumption, if they're doing laundry, they live together, Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, she's doing his laundry. Come yes. on. So, if that's the case, you got to move someplace. You can't get a place by yourself. No. I'm sorry. You can't. You no. have to go find a friend to live with or somebody, because... Right. You can't live by yourself. This guy stalked you for four years. He'll find you. I mean, and, you know, a lot of people listening, they may be like, well, just get a PPO. 
piece of paper doesn't stop a stalker. No, a piece, it, it piece of paper doesn't. makes it to where the police can act on this. That's And, I mean, don't get me wrong, that's a good step to take. Like, get it. Yeah, no, get the BPO. Because that's a great like, thing, but... I have a backup plan. They're not wrong. Definitely get the PPO, but at the same time, that isn't the end all. That doesn't stop things. Yeah, he Chad keeps going as well. Um, yeah, don't do this alone. Need to have the plan from start to exit, which may mean new place to live with a friend. Uh, there's a lot that needs to be planned out before she confronts him. Yeah, you have to have it set. You have to have it ready. If you go into this just going, well, I'm going to talk to him, and then if it, things don't work out, I'll move out and this and that. No, no, no. You can't do it that way. You have to have a plan where the confrontation isn't just, I want to hear your side. The confrontation is, I know what you did. I'm done. Goodbye. You'll never see me again. And I have an escape plan. And by the way, here's the And here's PPO. a PPO. And yeah, yeah, you have to have this all set in motion because mm-hmm. if you don't have this set in motion you don't know what the reaction's going to be. And you'll never get away from it. And I and I can't just cuz someone's a stalker doesn't necessarily mean that they're cre- like they're violent. Doesn't necessarily. Do anything. No. But at the same time a lot of serial killers and stuff like that are lovable people. Or they started out as stalkers. Right. It, it can go sour really quickly. It, it's just that if they're willing to go that far and you don't know what limit there is to that. And mm-hmm. it could turn into kidnapping. It could turn into abduction. It could turn into worse. Yeah. Or it could just be a blowout or whatever. You don't know. But Best case scenario is he goes, he's destroyed but doesn't do anything. Right. That's the best case scenario. That is the best case scenario. But Worst case is a whole lot worse than Worst that. case scenario means you die. Yeah, So much. if you have that, what do you do? What do you do in any situation, Gator? You hope for the best, but what do you plan for? You plan for the worst. So plan for the worst. Get people involved with this one. Mm-hmm. Just you know, take control of your life here. Exactly. And please, for the love of God, be safe. Yes. Be safe. Don't be dumb here. Hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we are either going to do one of the topics I tease because I think I have one more left, or we're going to go straight into MI the A-hole. Haven't made up my mind yet. We'll find out after the break. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Solid State Radio. Solid State Radio. Welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. I am your host, Adam the Goat Boy Luthien. In studio with me is my co-host, Gator Grant. Hi. And so before I left you guys, I left with this uh, conundrum of whether or not we just go straight into MI the A-hole or tackle this other topic that I teased about a husband and wife not um, uh, sharing the same interest and discussion points is essentially what it comes down to. We've yeah. decided we're going to save that one for next week, so we'll, because we'll get we're into in, that. Because we're in the MI the A-hole hour, yes, which means we need to do MI the A-hole absolutely. this hour. Yeah, so I, it was one of those I had more planned than, uh, you know, we could actually get to. Right, which, 
Yeah. Which is good. It's okay. So we have a guy that, and this is a one of this is a very very odd situation. Okay. Okay. And yeah, it's just an odd situation. It's an odd situation that happened, and I like keep in mind pandemic times too. On top of this, so let's get into it. Am I the a hole for kicking out my son's friend after he and my daughter announced their relationship? My son's friend. Yeah, so a son has a friend. They come to live with them for whatever reason, right? Okay. And then it starts a relationship with the daughter. Oh, oh, oh. their daughter. Yes. So his friend's sister, essentially. Right. Yes. There's no blood relation here. You know, this is the friend. But. The friend's sister? No. Okay. uh, Okay. So mom and dad have two kids. Bob and... Diana. Whatever. Yeah, okay. And then Bob's friend, Jeff, is going out with Diana. Yes. Okay, I'm with you now. Bingo, Sorry, bingo. I had to get it's there. With, with the words that some of these things get worded, it's like, God, I know it. it I'm gets sorry. Confusing. And I'm doing other things as well, trying well, to pay attention. and That and anonymity is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's always fun. Yeah. Either way, I'm with you now. So, Let's go. But, okay, here's the caveat to this. This isn't just a recent thing. This has happened for a while because back in 2011. What? Back in 2011, one of my friend's sons mother was going through something that and asked if I could take in her son then 11 now 21 for a while now 21 yeah so 10 years have passed okay so I actually liked the kid so there was no problem a year later she was secure and offered a great job on the other side of the country my family and I enjoyed his company, and he wanted to stay in the same school, etc., which his mother didn't mind, so he started primarily living with us, only going home on holidays. Okay. So this this friend lives with them. Like, permanently, pretty much. Took care of this kid like he was my own. Paid for everything myself. Wanted to be a father figure for him since his dad was out of the picture. So he's primarily been staying with us since. On Tuesday... He and my daughter, who's 19, so she's she's 21, she's 19, ages are fine, kind of just threw out the news to us that they were dating. Okay. Completely out of the blue. I was stunned and, quite frankly, a bit disgusted because I saw him as a son, and he'd ask some stuff months back, which I now regret answering. Oh, no. Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Um, like, questions. <laughs> I, and there's no answers to that. Right, you're not going to Which is unfortunate. Right. I don't know what he pointed that kid in the direction of, but something tells me he pointed the kid in the direction of dating his daughter. Right, yeah. accident. Like, <laughs> if she says this, does it mean that? No, it probably means that. Oh, okay. Hey, you should go for it, bud. Oh, okay, thanks, dad figure. I right. will. <laughs> thanks, father figure. I'm going to go bang your daughter. Yeah. Um, so I told them, I don't support the relationship, but it's their lives. Well, that's fair. After that, I had some serious thoughts about asking him to go back to his mother because the situation was too uncomfortable for my house. But what really cemented my decision was their behavior after announcing it. I guess they figured now that it was public knowledge, everyone should now see it. They got extremely touchy. Gross. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they got extremely. <laughs> make me laugh and you screw me up, man. Um, oh, don't worry. Chad's over here screwing me up like crazy. I believe The plot it. thickens, quote, follow your heart. Oh, yeah, follow your heart. <laughs> don't follow your heart. Don't follow your heart. 
But oh, yeah, boy. It really cemented my decision's behavior after announcing it, I guess, because they figured now that it's public knowledge, everyone should now see it. They got extremely touchy in common areas, which is frankly disrespectful and inappropriate. Something even my son voiced out. Well, yeah, I bet he would. Eventually. <laughs> Dude! No. Dude, stop. <laughs> Eventually, I made up my mind and informed his mother, who was perfectly fine welcoming her son back even tomorrow. So I told him I wanted him to leave, and his mother is coming in two weeks' time. Two weeks? They think I'm being unreasonable. Two weeks? Am I the a-hole? How far away does mom live? On the other side of the country. Must. That's what two. he said. It's on the other side of the country. So they don't think New York to California. We'll just throw that out there. <laughs> Chad, no one can play Family Twister ever again. <laughs> <laughs> right hand on boob. Ah! Oh. Uh-huh. No, I mean, if it gets to the point where the, the son is like, like hey, hey, bud, you're my good friend. Like, I get that you're banging my sister. I'm not cool with that. But... Can you at least pretend to not be doing it in front of me? <laughs> like, can you give me that at, at least? least? a little bit. So is he an a-hole for kicking the kid out? No, he's not an a-hole for kicking the kid out. I mean, he's 21, <laughs> for one. Let's put that out there in perspective. Right, exactly. He is 21. He's an adult. He's an adult. Yeah. Um, Chad also says that mom is coming home in a Viking ship. That's why it's taking two weeks. <laughs> That's uh, going way around. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I agree with you. He's not an a-hole. No, he's I not an a-hole. I don't think an he's a-hole. an a-hole. I mean, I, and I'm not even going to do the it's his house, his rules thing. It's, Which you could. You could, but it's. I don't think it's even that. I think it's overstepping boundaries. Well, not only that, but like, okay, if your daughter had a boyfriend, just a random this boyfriend. This is what I was going to get at, right. so go ahead. If the daughter had a random boyfriend and the random boyfriend didn't have anywhere to go, would you be like, yeah, come on and move into my house and it's okay and continue a relationship with my daughter while you live under my house? Hell no. Oh, I disagree with you there. I would you would not, not go where I thought you I were going. I am not cool with that. No, I think that that's a lot of parents might even be okay with that. People don't have that. I get you do. Uh, yeah. And I get how somebody else would, and it's your household, so it is whatever makes you feel comfortable. You don't have to take somebody in just because, you know, your daughter feels like they want them there, right? Dude, I'd rather pay for rent at a crappy apartment for him. Like, okay, that's here, fair. Here's somewhere to live. I'm going to make sure you're not living on the street, but no. I don't think any of that's your responsibility, and you don't have to do it, but I can see people being willing to, and that's fine. You can However, live in the garage. I, whatever. I don't <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. They're both adults. It is what it is. Right, but it I, doesn't I mean you have to do it in my house. It doesn't mean you have to show it in my house. Right. Okay, if you're holding hands whatever that's fine you want to sit on the couch and have your arm around her whatever and she's kind of leaning into you a little bit and you're watching a show or something that's fine i don't care hold hands that's fine but when you're like laying on him no this is where it gets to a weird thing of almost hypocrisy or whatever where we're talking about like what's okay and what's not okay i think small general public it's what would you do in public honestly that's that's kind of my thought if you're in a common area where other people are to see and the family especially you know you you've been a relationship for a long time are you and sarah gonna make out in front of your parents no 
Right. Why would I do that? That's gross. Right. No, that's, that's my. this is my point. Like, I don't necessarily think that them showing affection is a problem. It's the style that you do it in. Exactly. Like, you know, if I walk around, like if I walk to, you know, walk in from work, okay, and I take my boots off and I walk through the doorway into the kitchen and my wife's in there and she's making dinner or making a sandwich or something to eat or whatever, and I walk by... I'm probably going to smack her on the ass. I can't help it. Yeah. I'm just going to. It's part of what I have to do. <laughs> that's, that's you. I hands are just naturally attracted right. to the butts. It's I don't just, know what it, it is. It happens. It my hands so well. It, I can't it, help these things. And it's comfortable and it's squishy and you have to. You and just it, have to. It makes to. that great noise when you get it right. You know, oh, that yeah. just And it's perfect. Okay. I'm the only one in my house that's allowed to hit my wife's butt well, or another. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, that's it. Okay. And if I'm in my house and say, like, holy crap, if my daughter, <laughs> okay, if some dude is over that's yeah. her boyfriend or whatever, and he comes walking through and he does it to my daughter, I'm going to literally punt him out of my house. <laughs> it's going to be like the Fresh Prince oh, where uh, no, Jesse no, no. Jeff gets thrown out the He's the not going to be able to make noises as he's leaving the house it's because gonna... his mouth is going to be just... All sorts of gums and broken teeth. Oh, jeez, <laughs> you're going. Full. Oh man, no, I'm not. That's. I feel sorry for your daughter when it comes to dating age. No, I, I feel really bad do. for every guy that she wants to go out with because oh. they're going to be more scared of her than they are of me. I'm just the fall safe. That's it. I I don't know, man. You, well, she's going to beat the crap the, out of everybody. <laughs> you are the you're the dad that I've always been afraid of. No, I'm not. I'm a super nice guy. Just be respectful to the house you're in. Right. Like, how hard well, is that? But, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I, I brought up the question of you. Like, you do that at home because you live there or whatever, and that's right. your, your your wife. That's my house. <laughs> do you smack her butt in front of her parents? No. Right. I'm not in their house. No, but, well, I mean, if you were at their house, though, like, if you're no. visiting or even if you're staying for a week even or if, whatever the case is. Even if they come over to my house. You're not doing that. I'm not doing that because there's a respect there. Yeah, and this is this is what I was getting at. This is right. more of the point I'm trying to make is that, yeah, the, the, you can. The guy said, "Hey, I don't approve of your relationship." Right. Okay, that that means something. That should have some significance there. I but think at the so. end, I mean, it's the daughter's decision and his decision, and you can see how it could happen, especially in like pandemic times, right? Because right. they're not really meeting anybody new. You live with right. somebody, there's no blood relation, there is some sort of weird attraction. You've always known the person. You've gotten along really You've well. You've got some history of a minor friendship. You could see how that could really take off. Oh, without a doubt. That much time with somebody, yes, it's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that every bit of you know public displays of affection or the old PDA that we heard right. growing up. Which, yeah, P- do they PDA, still use yes, that phrase I think now? So. Okay. But, like, that doesn't mean that all is fair now because oh, we're in an official relationship. And this is this is what I'm getting at. Like, the whole PDA thing. Yeah, I think it would be fine if they, like, did the kiss, but the, the quick kiss. You yeah, know what I'm talking like about? Yeah, the peck the on the chips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, hey, I love you. Good night. Give a hug. Quick kiss. All right. Good night. Done. That should be fine. That That's not an issue. It's, like, I'm probably still going to be like, nah. Well, yeah, you're but going I'm, to. I'm going to deal with that. Yes, that's on you at that point. Right. That's not the issue. 
an issue becomes when the way that they're saying it is making everybody in the house uncomfortable and if it's making everybody in the house uncomfortable i don't see it as a peck on the cheek i don't see it as like a quick kiss on the lips even i don't see it as holding hands or any of that stuff they're like straight makeout sessions and that's exactly it like i think there's a lot more going on as far (sighs) as what they're doing and that makes it do you know how easy it would be for me to flip a couch in that moment? I'm just, I don't care that there's two people sitting on it. I'm going to flip that thing like three times over. I'm going to have like the strength of a grizzly bear in that moment. And not everybody like, has your you strength. Absolute dip. watch me turn into the Hulk in my own living room. If it was me, I'd end up trying to do that. I'd be like, oh, my back, my lower back. (laughs) What did I do? No, see, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd probably throw out the back, but I wouldn't admit it in the moment. (laughs) Just be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not okay. (laughs) The couch couch wouldn't even be anywhere near flipped either for me. It'd be like, "Uh, I'll lift it up two inches. Oh, my back. Oh, no. No one's holding hands under the family blanket, Chad. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, that's that's exactly what is kind of what's happening here. Yeah. And you're not an a-hole for kicking the kid out no. by any means. It's your house. You decide when it's okay for no, somebody to live in it when they're not. It's making other people uncomfortable. I mean, yeah, you housed them for so long. In fact... Not only did you house him longer than what should have ever been reasonably expected of you, he's 21 years old. Right. You've even given the grace period here. Like, does he have a plan? Is he moving forward in life? Does he have a... What is he doing? If they want to continue being that affectionate at their, you know, at their home and what do they find to be At that? his apartment. That's yeah, up to him. his apartment. Exactly. I, or their apartment or whatever. Because right. she's 19 too. She's also at the age of moving out right. and moving on. Don't get me wrong. Like what he said where it's one of those, she's an adult. Yes. She can choose to do what she wants. But I'm going to try. I, I'm banking on the fact like. When my daughter turns 19, if she's still living at home, which I hope not, but if she is, I am going to hope and pray that what I have done to raise her is good enough for her to realize the good and bad choices that she can make with a relationship and what they do. Yeah. And from what I can tell is that the dad is looking at this going, what is happening that she thinks this is okay? I mean, that's part of it. I think... I think there's a couple of different things. I, I think mean, part that's of where I would go anyway. What's happening where she thinks it's okay? What's happening where he thinks this is okay? The only one I'm looking at in this and going, thumbs up to you, is the son. Where the son's like, hey, don't do that. I don't <laughs> like it. Like, that's <laughs> not cool here. Like, oh. if anything, it's like, son, you want a steak for dinner, big guy? You got my back. I like you. <laughs> you know, said, come have a beer with your old man. <laughs> I, I think he did the right thing. Like, the guy did the right thing initially, saying, hey, this is their lives. He goes, and I get, like, the disappointment disgust almost. I get the disgust because yeah. he's looked at this kid as a son figure. So it Oh, I mean, is, it would throw you for a minute for sure. Yeah, it becomes very, very weird there. It does have a... I can see how that would be disgusting because the idea is like, oh, my son is dating my daughter. It's, that's how it would feel. I mean, I, yeah, I can see where that would come from. But I think the more disgusting part is that amount of affection it just it's like where's your respect for me well i i think i'm just talking about the initial feeling 
Because oh, after, be after that point yeah. in time, he even with that initial feeling, he still said they're adults, they can make their own decision, it's their lives, and I'm not going to impede on this. Right. And you can make your own decision all you want. And his initial gut reaction was to throw the guy out or right. to kick him out of the house. And he chose not to do this because he realized that they're two consenting adults and it's okay. No. <laughs> you're giving me the no because it's your weird house thing and your right. house your rule exactly like you are a consenting adult i'm not saying you can't do what you want to do because you can but what i am saying is i don't care if you're 40 you can't do it at my house but th- you can do it anywhere else you want but they, they can't can have a relationship together that's not the we're not talking about the affection thing we're talking about just the relationship in general. You that's, can have a relationship. That's fine. But this is what I'm saying. His initial reaction to it was to kick him out because of the relationship. It had nothing to do with the PDA yet. Oh, see We're that, not there. Well, I can understand that, though, too, where it's like you can have a relationship with her. That's fine. But because of, you know, you guys having a relationship, I don't feel it's the best for you to be under the same roof in my house. If you want to be in your own and continue that, that's fine. But while you're living in my house... I'm not okay with you guys having a relationship. I mean, that's it's fair enough. I still think he's in the right when he sat there and second-guessed it and said, you know what, I'm going to let this happen. I mm-hmm. think he was in the right. I think that's the right thing to do, and I think it's the good thing to do. I mean, it's possible. Instead of just tossing him out on the street and giving them some weird ultimatum. I mean, that really does sound bad there. He's catching flack from it after they've been o- overtly... Um, showing affection right yeah he's catching flack from that before that where there's no overtly you know showing of emotions or affections or any of that stuff like do that's you're gonna what you're gonna do is separate yourself from both of those kids i mean you're yeah. gonna drive a wedge you you are it's it is gonna drive a wedge i'm not denying that that you're gonna he like, made the, the, right da- the daughter's not gonna be too happy with him for making the decision neither and is the kid that he looked at as a son for right. all this time but you know at the same time like yeah there has to be a respect for the person that's the head of the house or the or whatever it may be. It's his rules. and I agree, but this was not like a written down rule, nor is this a norm. This is I a mean, situation... It's a, it's a weird situation it, that it doesn't really have a you know, stock no, rule it, set. It is a weird situation. I think like if they were step-siblings, it creates a very, very odd thing, but they're not oh, even weird. technically that. I don't, I don't even want to think about that. I, I know that's you don't. Weird. It is weird, but technically it would be fine again. It's not... Yeah. I that mean, would be... That's a whole different ball game of nonsense. Of another weirdness. But I in mean, this case, in, in this real, situation... Well, I mean, it's similar enough of a situation. It, is it really similar, is, isn't it? It really is, but That's there's weird. never been that connotation to it. Ooh, I'm ooh. just, I know, <laughs> I know. That's like heebie-jeebies. You get that way. I get it, but yeah. I'm just, I, what I'm saying here is that it's not really. I think he did the right thing. I think all of that stuff was good, I, and I'm saying he's not the a-hole because I, at the end of the day, like you've. You told them you're uncomfortable with this. You still allowed it to happen in your household. And that's good. You're supporting your daughter and what you view as a son's decision. You're being a good father figure at this point in time. They stepped overboard. They did. They took it too far. They took it to a different level. And enough to where other people actually in the household had to speak out about it. Right. And at that point in time, 
no, it, it can't be done. Right. The only I mean, thing I could say doing differently is having a talk with them before throwing out and giving them that ultimatum. Right. This is the one case so, in which I know we've talked about ultimatums before that usually it's not that great. Like, no. usually ultimatums don't work out so well. But I think this is one situation where you can throw an ultimatum at them. Well, in a situation of where, like, you can't throw the ultimatum of, hey, either you move out or you break up with my daughter. That ultimatum right. does not go well for anyone. That is a terrible ultimatum. You can give the ultimatum of, hey, you're in my house under this roof, you know, with a family. You've made other people uncomfortable with your displays of affection. And I, while I don't support what you're doing, you know, I'm allowing this to happen. You right. have to, either way, you have to go and just just meet with me here. Either right. you don't show this public display of affection constantly throughout the house that makes people uncomfortable, or you leave. It's one or the other. Right. And Get on I, my page. And that's the only way I feel like, like I said, I don't think he's an a-hole for going this route either. The only thing that would ensure him not being an a-hole would make sure 100% that he's not an a-hole, would be to give him that ultimatum or have that talk before throwing out. Oh, there needs to be a discussion, for that, sure, that between be him. The, and the discussion is between the dad. The and, daughter and the boy. I think for the first part, the daughter's not part of it. I think for the first part. I think you're having a conversation just with the guy initially and going, listen up. This is what we need to figure out. And... You know, you know, I love you as a son and I want to make sure you're well taken care of. And I want to make sure that, you know, you're not set on the wrong path here. But we need to get things figured out here, because if it's not getting figured out, you need to get out. And depending on that, you know, you take it and you have another discussion with your daughter and you well, lay it all out there. Party to it. Well, the daughter yeah. is just as guilty. But you have almost you have more of a responsibility to your daughter. You Well, yeah, you have to take care of your daughter in that aspect. I mean, she's an adult, too, so you are perfectly willing to kick her out as well. But the point is he has some place to go. He has another—he actually has a mother that he can go to. And, yeah, you know, whereas your daughter, that is her house, you know. Right. So I do get that, but I do feel like both of them should be talked to at the same time. Mm -hmm. Or maybe one-on-one, -on -one, however you want to do it, I guess. But to lay down— you know those, those sort of rules because it's up to both of them to do this it's not a one party thing right they're equally yeah. you know guilty here because if i'm sitting on the couch and i'm like trying to do my best to not be in an uncomfortable situation and then your daughter starts making out with me like yeah that's not good right i mean all it would take is one side of them or like one party of them to be like hey not out in public like this and, that, I, I, and, and I would I think agree. everything would work out fine. No, I would agree with that. And that's, to me, that's kind of the reason why I think both people have to be involved because it only takes one person out of it, right? Right. But if both people are doing the checks and balances... This is a problem. It ends it. Yeah. So that's that's the only thing that I would say to do differently. You're not an a-hole because at the end, the guy's overstepped his boundaries to begin with yep. and you're giving him a good place to go. Yeah. But And um, just so you know, um, Ryan... I know you want some context here. Um, just very, very quick recap so you can kind of understand what we're talking about. A guy has two kids. Um, his son's friend lives with them now because he doesn't have anywhere to go. Son's friend ends up being in a relationship with the guy's daughter. 
and so they were trying to figure things out and all that. They're like grown adults, 1921, all that kind of stuff. So just so you get an idea. And Chad says, got to get a new camper too. Can't have the kids share a bed anymore. 100% agree. You ain't sharing a bed under my house unless you're married, period. Sorry, that's old school, traditional, and I get it, but I am sticking to my guns on that one. Uh, once again, I don't agree with you on that, but you're, we have different views that's on That's why things. we have different houses. Yes, <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> also, I don't have children, so it's right. very easy for me to stick to those guns. No, nah, man, I boot in the ass so fast. I just, it depends on the age. It does for me. That's all I'm saying. If I have an 18-year-old daughter living with me and the boyfriend comes over, eh, they can stay the night. It is what it is. He can stay the night, but he's not sleeping in the same bed. They sleep in the same bed. They're going to anyway. <laughs> you, you have to understand, they're going to anyway. I'm sure they will. but They'll find one, some way to do it one way or another. I'd rather them do it in a bedroom. Where me find it in the bathroom. It might be muffled. Yeah, then, yeah, exactly. Or me walking out to the laundry room late at night. <laughs> or whatever. And then Why is the dryer running? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I'd rather them just do that there and then be like, and hope to God that the, one of them isn't noisy. That's um, fair. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here. When we get back, we have <laughs> we have someone who's hiding depression cakes. Depression cakes. Depression cakes. cakes. That, that's a thing. And they're hiding them. So... They want to know if they're the a-hole for hiding depression cakes. What are depression cakes? We'll tell you. Yes. We're going to take a break first. You're listening to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. We'll be back right after this with depression cakes. Tattoos are more than art. They tell a story. Your story. And Beyond the Chair Tattoo Studio in Shelby Township understands that. Whether it's your first tattoo or your 10th, a touch-up or a cover-up, Beyond the Chair is here to help you express yourself. And their five-star rating shows they've got the skills to do that better than anyone else. Beyond the Chair also offers body piercing. You can walk right in or set up an appointment. Give their artist a call at 586-799-7293. Beyond the Chair is located on Van Dyke Avenue, just south of 21 Mile in Shelby Township. Ah, it's barbecue season, setting up the grill, gathering up seasonings, meat, buns, plates, stuff to go with the plates, charcoal, starter food, bug spray, tongs, spatula, more bug spray. By the time you have all the things you need, it stops being fun and feels more like work. I'm hungry! Let Woodchip's Real American Barbecue do all the work for you. Delicious smoked meats, handmade sides, refreshing handcrafted cocktails. All that's left is the fun. Come into Woodchip's Real American Barbecue located in beautiful downtown Lapeer. Or let us cater your event. Welcome to Historic Lapeer. Named for the stone that lined the bed of our river, we are a vibrant small town where our residents proudly walk in the footsteps of fur traders and natives. We are born with an independent spirit, and that spirit has lived with us from the early days of dueling courthouses to the east-west rivalries of dueling high schools. We are an unusual oasis, close enough to be truly connected, far enough to be a place apart. We are proud of our past and excited for our future, from our cool new businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, and boutiques, to the huge support for the theater and the arts. We invite you to discover this place we call home, discover why we say Historic Lapeer, remarkably close. Hey everybody, this is the hitman Brett Fortney. And I'm Todd Gilbert. Join us every Wednesday night exclusively on Solid State Radio for Hanging with the Hitman. Every week we'll be discussing music, movies, pop culture, current events, basically anything that's going on or anything that comes to mind. So turn it up, come hang with us. There's no better place to hang than with the hitman. Available exclusively on SolidStateRadio.net or the Solid State Radio app. Available on all Android and iOS devices. 
Swiftla Technology is a Flint-based engineering services company focused on helping you design a technical solution to your business needs. We offer prototype and proof-of-concept services to help you evaluate your idea or workforce augmentation to help you make your idea a reality. Specializing in electronics and software, our team is ready to help you figure out what to build and then help you build it. Find out more at swiftlet.technology. Salem here. Join me every Saturday on SolidStateRadio.net and every Thursday on Spock Rock Radio for Blank Generation. Punk, metal, weirdness, and all kinds of mayhem. See you there, 6 p.m. Saturday. When you want to unwind, Cascade and Lounge in Metamora has everything you need. Hot food, cold drinks, kino, six pool tables, pinball, darts, air hockey. For the musicians, every Thursday night is open mic night. Then on the weekends, Cascadens has the best bands around lighting up their stage. Cascaden Lounge is located at 4099 South Lapeer Road in Metamora. Give them a call at 810-678-2116. That's 810-678-2116. You deserve to relax, and now you know the place. Cascaden Lounge. This February, 7-Eleven Entertainment and Flint Local 432 are teaming up to bring you live local original music with a side of social distancing. It's Live from the Local, a weekly live stream performance from Factory 2 in downtown Flint, streamed live every Saturday night from the Live from the Local YouTube channel. Tune in Saturday nights this February for live performances from Attaboy, The Class of 7-Eleven, and Slumlord Radio. Get more info at facebook.com slash live from the local. And it's brought to you by Factory 2, Flint Local 432, and 7-Eleven Entertainment. Hey, it's the Goat Boy from Open for Discussion, a show where we give the best and worst unsolicited advice. Every week, we ask our audience questions and scour the internet for funny, relatable, and thought-provoking advice that we break down. Ever wanted to know if you're the a-hole in a situation? We got you covered. Join Gator, Rose, and I every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. for witty banter, insightful conversation, and a general hodgepodge of a good time. Only on SolidStateRadio.net. If you like live music, and I mean really like live music, then you'll like Corona Road Bar in Flint. The CRB has featured live rock for decades with no plans on slowing down. Great drink prices and a warm atmosphere will give you the best live music experience. You'll find the CRB at 3110 Corona Road in Flint. Here's what's going on this weekend at Corona Road Bar. The CRB will reopen in February with live music every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Keep up to date on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Corona Road Bar. Welcome back to Open for Discussion on SolidStateRadio.net. Ooh, picking some goodies today, I, my you friend. You know, I'm super excited. I don't even like corn. but <laughs> It fits, but though. That, but it that, feels so good. It does. And I do love the intro to that, and I do love the noises he makes for whatever yeah. reason. That, <laughs> Why? Why did you do this? Between him and the disturbed guy, like... Right. Okay, at one point in time, we're just making noises. No, I just I want to call out that I made good musical choices you today did. i was very I happy nailed with it your, to the friggin wall nailed it nailed it yeah and hey i wanted to throw out an appreciation to the ryan guy for being as uh involved, involved yeah hey great let's points. say ryan chad kathy oh well, yes 
I mean, you all been kicking butt. Chad and Kathy, I mean, I appreciate them all the time because they're always doing this, so oh, I Chad's, really appreciate Chad it. Chad says Corn, best band. He's a big fan of them, apparently. I, I've never liked them. I just haven't, but there are certain I mean, it's a, it's a good jam. I do like the All in the Family song, but that's I'm a big fan of Fred. So, well, there know, you go. Yeah. Um, um, fun fact, the reverse R is a nod to Toys R Us. Learned that gem last week. Okay. Well, what do you know about that? They like kids' toys. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, well, that's fun fact. So let's talk about depression cakes and what those are for a second. Sweet! Because <laughs> I read this and I laughed. We've had a fun day already. Let's add depression cakes. This is just, it's a weird, it's a funny, weird topic. Okay. Am I the a-hole for not telling my roommate about my secret depression cakes? No. Not okay. an a-hole. You, no one is ever an a-hole for hiding food. All right? <laughs> Let's get that straight right now. You like the food. It's your favorite. You can hide it if you want to. But there might, if there's a reason you have to hide food, there probably is an a-hole in the situation. I mean, you probably haven't made the best choices so far, but I'm still with you because food is food. Well, no, 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 I'm just saying, if you have to hide food for whatever reason, there's probably an a-hole in this situation. Somebody is, yes. yes. So, anyway, uh, this is a 22-year-old female. She lives with her best friend, Brooke. Fake name. Yep. In a two-bedroom apartment, Brooke owns the apartment. So, Ooh. she owns the apartment. Brooke's, I, the, Brooke's the stuff. But I pay rent, and so she pays her rent. Not, like, the rent total, but she pays, she pays Brooke her rent. Yes. Yeah. And utilities and live in the spare bedroom. Uh, Brooke is a huge, and she puts huge in all caps. You know, so she's huge. She's a huge. 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 The biggest, the greatest. She's a huge health and fitness nut. Okay. She goes to the gym for hours almost every day and only ever eats healthy food and counts every calorie. Where do, does she work at the gym? I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sounds like she Some, would have to. Dude, I I kid you not. Like, we've talked about my buddy Brett before, right? Yeah. I don't know where he finds the time. He games, he has the body <laughs> of a god, and I know he works out unbelievably and does the, does this, essentially. Right. And it shows, and good on him. It's really great. It's hilarious when he's, like, making bad food decisions because he's just like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, shut up, six-pack boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, Chad says, I hide honey buns. I ain't sharing those delicious sticky buns. Did and you go to prison at one point in time? No, I'm not. <laughs> that I'm aware of, but Kathy also says, touch my little my little Debbies, and you might get hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. See? No, you never yeah. apologize for hiding food. Never apologize for hiding food. So, anyway, uh, I love how motivated she is, but I'm not really suited to that lifestyle. Fair not enough. Not everybody is. I exercise a few times a week and try to eat nutritiously and am generally fit. Okay. Okay, but I suffer from depression, meaning I find it difficult to be active and as disciplined as her. Perfectly fair. Understandable. Um, when I moved in with Brooke, she made it clear that she wanted me to adopt her lifestyle. Well, I mean, most people like that do. It, because it's hard when somebody doesn't. Right. It's hard to keep up your own motivation when the people around you aren't at least trying. Look, Corey made French toast and bacon the other morning, and there was one French toast left over, and he said, hey, man, you want the French toast? And I wanted the French toast, Gator. I wanted the French toast. <laughs> but I'm on my kick, so I had to say no. Right. And it it saddens me, but it's that temptation, right? 
Mm-hmm. And even though she's regimented and does all this stuff going forward, it's easier to not deal with temptation at all if there's none there than even if you're strong-willed. Temptation's still a thing. So um, Ryan, um, he's asking a question real quick, which I'm trying to read back to figure it all out because they're coming in at weird times. So I apologize for not reading them. Um, but it says that so-and-so has a problem with erectile dysfunction He's been with his girlfriend four years, and she doesn't know that it's costing him $100 a month in Viagra. Should he tell her so they can split the cost or keep up the secret? Um, They're really needing some advice. Their four-year anniversary is coming up, and COVID has left him unemployed. You should talk about it, but you should also, Ryan, um, there's... I I will send you a message, um... I think we can both agree that they need to talk about it. Like oh, that's, that's a discussion to have. But I'm going to send you a message. Um, I got a buddy that might be able to help out in this situation um, really, really well. And so um, I will send you a message with uh, – I'll talk to him first and see if I can get his contact info and all that. But um, at the end of the day, there needs to be a conversation. Both parties need to be aware of any kind of medical situation, that, especially if it's costing $100 a month. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. So, um, but after the show, anyway, I'll, I'll send you a message. I got you. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, and I appreciate the, the bringing this in. I love getting topics, especially from listeners. Exactly. Unfortunately, we're right at the end of the show and we're in the middle of this one. That's okay. We can tackle it real quick, but I, I, I've got an answer. So we're okay. Awesome. Um, so anyway, she, she hates sweets, fried food, et cetera, and didn't want them in the apartment. Okay. okay. This was going well at first, but with so much going on in my life and my depression worsening, I found it hard to keep up with her regimen. And you know what? If you're not on that regimen, it's tough to keep up without outside influences. Especially right? if you don't have the like personal the, push. The drive or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like even in my most with the healthiest that I've ever been, and I'm into it, right? Mm-hmm. I will never be Brent. I will never be Brent because I don't, for one, I'm never getting those results to begin with, let's be honest. But the other portion of it is, is I'm not, I think he gets enjoyment out of it, out Out of of working out and doing all that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, those people, they're motivated because it feels good and it's like, it's a repetitive thing. It resurfaces where it's like, I feel good because I work out. And then I look good because I feel good, and I want to work out because I feel good. And it just, yeah. it's repetitive. I don't like any portion of it. I like the, the results. Right, but and when the I work get to, to a get point, there is a little bit yeah. of a pain. And I don't like <laughs> any of the work involved for it. I don't right. like the eating right. I don't like the exercising portion. But because, uh, you know, I hit a point recently where I looked at myself in the mirror and went, actually, pants didn't buckle right. So that's, that's that really where it came to. And I was like, ah, well, time to curve. So, right? so I, I, I can get on this regimen, and it'll go for Forward, and my hope is that I continue with it further on past that. But right. I'm going to be honest. I'm never, ever, ever giving up pop. I am now. Right. But once I get where I want to be, there's pop's going to come back into my right. life again. It's just going to happen. Sweets and stuff, I love them. I can give them up. I can even give them up for six months. But they're coming back in my life again. Right. All this stuff is going to happen. Yeah. I just need to get back to a point where I'm just not actively screwing myself over. That's fair enough. So and the plus side is when you reintroduce them as well, you find a way to reintroduce in moderation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Whereas before it was like a dozen donuts. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> That's dinner. Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, 
it's understandable. She, she's not going to be able to keep up with that sort of thing. I developed major body issues every time I told her it made me uncomfortable. She insisted that I was only looking out for me. Which, man. So, yeah, you know, you, you get that thing. So, this is where the depression cakes come in. I love, and she puts love in all caps, right? Mm-hmm. She loves cake. Fair enough. I love cake. It makes me feel better when I'm depressed, so I'll occasionally buy a small one and if I'm feeling rough. Uh, Knowing her feelings on junk food, I've been keeping my cakes in a small cooler under my bathroom sink. She uses a different bathroom. Wow, you're really going through all this effort. Yeah, so she does all that. Anyway, um, so she found the cakes, apparently. Uh Uh-oh. Right. So she says, uh, basically... She, what she does on bad days, she'll she'll lock herself in the room. She'll eat a slice. So yeah, she'll lock in the self Which in the bathroom. That helps her mental stability quite a bit. Eat you a know, slice, yeah. Having to lock a door and, and hide secretly eat cake and, and yeah, secretly eat a slice of cake. If she asks me, I say I'm journaling because you know she'll shame me for being unhealthy. Oh a couple of days ago, I went into my bath. She went into my bathroom to look for toilet paper to- toilet paper rolls. You know, right, yeah. That's when she found my latest depression cake. She confronted me about it, furious. She said I was ruining my health and throwing away all the work she put in to help me. Most of all, she was angry that I lied to her and kept the cakes a secret, knowing they were banned in her apartment. Oh, boy. I feel terrible for breaking rules, her rules, and her, and that's in caps, home. But also, it's just cake, and I think it's unfair of her to tell me what to eat. She demanded I throw away what's left of the cake, which I did, but I'm genuinely confused if I'm at fault here. Am I the a-hole for my depression cakes? No. You're not the a-hole for depression cakes. But, wow, this is tough. Because you're an a-hole for breaking the rules of somebody else's apartment. You're not an a-hole for having depression cakes, but your roommate is an a-hole for pushing her restrictions on you listen i mean i get it you know you're you're in her place but you are paying her rent therefore that grants you certain freedoms right you're paying for rent which means you should be able to do things that only affect you yes like i said if it only affects you that's it doesn't mean that you can come home and they're trying to sleep and you're blaring music or yelling at call of duty as yeah you can't make monkey calls at late at night you know, I, but if you want to have your own cakes in your own room, that should be fine. It's your choice. Yes. Which, you know, that, yeah. Like, Kathy says, I feel you can have your little vices now and then. Or, hold on. Uh, you could go off the deep end and pig out too much. Yeah. Um, Chad also says, I mean, cooler cakes are next level. But desserts <laughs> chilled are always better. Yeah, he's right. It is next level to have a cooler underneath the sink right. for your cake. I mean, it's crazy. But, I mean, at the same time, how crazy is it that it's that you have to go to that lake to hide it? Right. No, he says, I think it's an opportunity for both to grow past unreasonable control over someone else's diet. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an opportunity for sure. Um, and then, of course, he makes a joke. If she's a feminist, you can tell her it's your body. <laughs> I don't think that's going to go over no, well. No, <laughs> it's, and you know, the thing with that is it is her house. So her house, her rules sort of kind of comes into play there. It does. And I get that to a certain extent. But when you pay rent and you have an agreement, yeah, you know that this was kind of her going ahead. But this feels more like a Sheldon rule, you know, like where it's, 
It's an unreasonable rule. You can't have rules of dictating what people eat constantly. That's like um, we talked about one last week where a guy got a third roommate. Yes. That didn't want the third roommate. Yes. Or whatever. And then she came in and she's a vegan. Yes. And so she didn't want to see any meat in the house whatsoever. And it's one of those, no, you you don't get that much power. Like, you can ask that they don't cook meat in the house because of the smell. You could ask that. Like, and even the roommate could say, you know, I understand if you want those and I get it. Can you do that when I'm not home? So here's the thing. Like, I understand the idea of the healthy lifestyle and so on and so forth. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I could get understand. I can understand going like, hey, I'd rather you not have a cake on the counter or whatever. Right. It's temptation Don't. for me. It makes it tough. Right. You know, I'm I've trying really to do something worked, myself. Yeah. I've worked so hard at this. And while I've got good you know, uh, self-control, s- discipline. Right. I don't need to parade it in front of my face every day. I don't have to just go, right. you know, I, I like cake. I do. I like cake. <laughs> I want cake. And when I see cake there, it's hard to say no to cake. And I'm afraid eventually I'll break. Her hiding it in a cooler under the bathroom. If she had a cooler and hid it in her room, I feel like that's fine. Right. Why do you have to hide it in the bathroom? bathroom. Just put it in your room. Yeah. I guess that's the only place she feels secure enough with privacy. I don't know. Which is can we get over the, like, can we discuss a little bit about the fact that she's storing food in a bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, is there not, like, am I the only one? I don't feel like I'm the only one that has the stigma of basically, if I go into a, a restroom, I'm not taking food you with me. You shouldn't have food in a bathroom. Right. You shouldn't go in a bathroom. That's where why, you poop. Why are you going into a bathroom with food? No. Like, you don't go, like, I'm going to get a stack of cookies, start walking back to the living room going, oh, I got to take a leak, and then walk in there and set the stack of cookies on the sink? No. No, you don't do that. You walk out to where you're going to be, put them down, and then go to the bathroom. There's only one time that I've ever eaten in a bathroom. Once. One time I had a full meal in a bathroom. You know okay. what happened? It was, uh, it was in uh, middle school. I went to the wrong lunch. So I went to one lunch. I was supposed to go to lunch B. I came back and the class is like, well, you're supposed to be at lunch now. So you screwed that up. And so then I had to go to lunch B, but I was very embarrassed. So I hid in the bathroom and I ate in the bathroom. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chad asks, you don't have bathroom jerky? No, bathroom I jerky. don't have bathroom jerky. Yeah, I keep the bathroom jerky right next to the roll of toilet paper. You right. Know? Do you keep that underneath the sink with a cooler for chilled, chilled cakes? cakes? Yeah. Like chilled depression cakes? Depression Jeez, cakes. Oh, yeah. So, I mean. Oh, it's just weird. It is weird. But like, I feel like it's very easy to go hey listen i get that this is your lifestyle and you know i'm gonna try to exercise i'm try keeping up with you i'm not you i can't right. keep this level of dedication and so on and so forth every now and then i need to splurge right. and if i splurge and keep it away from you that shouldn't be a problem right you're not an a-hole for having depression cakes you're not an a-hole for hiding depression cakes your roommate's kind of an a-hole for making you feel that you have to hide your right. food. And not only that, but, like, you know, I get that you have depression. Like, mm-hmm. that, i totally understandable, especially right now. But that's not even a point you know, in this argument, I right. feel. It, it's not, because you should be able to just have cake if you want cake. cake. Like, what's so wrong with that? 
If something makes you feel good and it has literally no effect on the person you're living with. Right. Like, yeah, I love listening to music. And if I blare my music at fucking five in, at five in the morning, ah, I screwed up. <laughs> That's been a long time. It has. <laughs> <laughs> it's if I if I blare my <laughs> music at five in the morning <laughs> and, uh, you know, it wakes up Corey, right? Right. If I wake up, if I wake up Corey because I'm blasting my music, I don't, uh, I, I, I can't do that. That's not cool. Yeah, he pays right. me rent. It's a, it's a thing, right? Right. If he pays you rent, then he has rights to certain things in that room. Even if he didn't pay me rent, I still shouldn't be blaring music at five in the morning to wake him up. Like, no, that's not cool. That's affecting someone. But, like, if I sneak to the fridge and eat food... That's not a big deal. It doesn't affect anybody there. Right. If you have a cooler already that you apparently have underneath the sink, you can keep <laughs> the cooler in your room, and it should be fine. It's out of sight. Your roommate shouldn't be going through your room anyway. No, they should Especially shouldn't. if you pay rent. But, I mean, the bathroom, I totally understand. She was going in there for TP. That happens. Yes. That's a shareable resource right now. Understandable. You know, but a, you why don't hide food in your bathroom. No. Like, no. I can't say that it's enough. It's weird. It's very it's weird. It's just gross. It, yes. It is. But and I can understand how she felt like she had no recourse. There's a lock there. I think that's legitimately the only thing, where right. she could lock herself in and spend time. Then put a lock on your bedroom door. Yeah. How hard is that? No, but I just, Chad it, says you should be able to have your cake and eat, eat it, too. too. And yeah. then Kathy says, oopsie. Yeah, oopsie. <laughs> Which, I think out of the two of us, I think they're surprised you're the one that's left. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I got I got into it for yeah, a second. You were you were feeling it. It's okay. Uh, it happens. You know what? We're not on FM, so it doesn't really matter. Right. I, just, I, mean, I we do can this to do keep Sean happy. Want. Yeah. I try to keep Sean happy. Well, you know what? He can afford us one of those, and I fix his computer. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, he's not gonna be upset. No, I screwed up be. before. Yeah. <laughs> <There's some> involved, <laughs> we, we've all done it once. Since I stopped drinking here, it's does it hasn't <laughs> happened. But you know. I got a little into yeah. it. Whatever. But at the yeah, end of the day, up. you're not an a-hole for hiding depression cakes. No, or having you know, them in general. Right, or having them. But, you know, your roommate's a little bit of an a-hole for pushing her ideals on you. But it's something you guys can talk about, grow through together, and she can understand the unrealistic expectations she has of you. Yeah. And then you can grow to understand where that line is of where the rules should be. This is not a dictatorship. Right. You know, you pay, if you pay this forward and you just say, hey, listen, and talk about it at that point. Yeah. But, you know, the if, and if the roommate really feels that upset going, all the progress that I helped make for you, <sighs> you get to make your progress. That's your progress. Right. She's helped. Sure, I understand that. But was that even something you wanted? Well, I mean, you probably wanted it, but you were probably doing it more to appease. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. I don't even think she wanted to... Like, if I lived with Brent, and Brent's like, we're going to do this, okay? If I didn't ask him to do this, you're not doing me favors. I didn't want that. Right. Um, she said maybe it wasn't in the bathroom. She might just have seen it on her way to the bathroom. No. Um, she specifically said that she hid a cooler under the sink in the bathroom. Yes. That she kept her depression cakes in. So she sits sad and lonely on the toilet eating cake. I mean, that's like... <laughs> Yeah, she w or yeah. On the, or on the floor. I mean, why wouldn't you sit on the chair like thing? Why would she put a cooler in the bathroom with cakes? Because her roommate's a Nazi, Gator. <laughs> her roommate is a Nazi. Then she probably sat on the floor. 
Yes. <laughs> Was it German chocolate cake? Um, oh, boy. <laughs> anyway. Fun fact. German chocolate cake named after a person, not the country. Ah. He lived in California. That makes sense because yeah. there's coconut there and there's not really a whole lot of coconuts <laughs> in Germany. Chad says, with no milk. <laughs> no milk. <laughs> yeah. What does he do? A drinking out of the tap from the faucet in the bathroom? A lapping up from the toilet mm. like a dog? Oh. <laughs> if she has milk, I see no issue here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. You can eat cakes hiding in a bathroom all you want, but you have to have a glass of milk if with you, you apparently. you don't, then you can't. Yeah. yeah. Who eats cake without milk? <laughs> you, does almond milk count? Who's a psychopath? Yes, it counts. Okay. For then it works. those of us not, you know. Dairy capable? Um. Oh, that's a good call. She goes, wine and cake taking a bath. People do ah, snack while taking a bath. That's true. And I can see where that would be an argument of why it would be okay to eat or drink in the bathroom. Still fecal matter in the still air. Still think it's gross. Still Sorry. poop. Never going to be poop. okay with this. Yeah. It's still weird. Yeah. So not the a-hole. Roommate's kind of an a-hole. Talk it out. Yeah. But we have to go. We so do. it's been a great show. Hey, guys, thanks so much for participating. I hope everyone has a great week, and we will see you next Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. Later. Bye. Solid State Radio.